All right. Oh my god, I just realized, you guys, I have 13 hit points. Yeah, we haven't left yet, so uh, Gabe and I are going to try very hard not to fuck us all over so we can sleep in the camp still. <laughs> I have 22 hit points, because I got all but 10 back. Luckily, we have the three most persuasive people in our party right here watching this yes. happen, so... Yes. Very persuasive. Mm -hmm. It's like a weird thing going on with the camera, but you can, like, scoot back a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> My persuasion <laughs> is only three. Uh, I'm not that persuasive. I'm just the damn chilling. camera. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Plus nine to persuasion, y'all. <laughs> so, uh... All right, I think we're officially live. Uh, so I labeled this stream Episode 1 Redux Cosmic War Crimes because this is going to take a an interesting new direction. Uh, also, for anyone watching on Twitch, if my volume is a little low, just let me know. Um, we're trying some new, we're trying a new audio setup. This is the fixed audio. Um, it makes me, I think, a little quiet at first. Might have turned your volume up a little bit, but we've cut out, I think, most of the background noise. So for anyone watching on Twitch, uh, please let me know if I'm not loud enough and I can I can boost the volume up uh, on the settings just a little bit. You sound pretty good from what I can hear. I muted myself so I could listen. Oh, good. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Rory. So everyone, welcome back to another episode of Crystal Cup and Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we have we have taken this campaign in a completely different direction. Um, I have there are NPCs that I have had like up in the and there are NPCs and storylines that I've had kind of floating in the ether, maybe hoping that you would stumble across. You have now put yourself in a position where you have shined a beacon to certain NPCs to come and find you and talk to you. So well, some of these really cool things that were uploading oh, in the shit. ether, you have now drawn directly towards you, and I think you'll you'll know it when when you see it. So lovely. Yes. That being said, welcome back everyone to another uh, another CCC stream, Triple C stream. When we last left off, <laughs> and everyone's officially level four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes, level four. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to do a recap for everyone else just to catch everyone up. So you are the Crystal Coven Chimera's mercenary, uh, mercenary, <laughs> mercenary company, which is an affiliate of the Zentarum run by Lady Moonfire from Loudwater as a part of Moonfire Acquisitions and Holdings Incorporated. Moonfire Acquisitions and Holdings Incorporated. As Zentarum affiliated mercenaries, you have been sent by Lady Moonfire, who, in the course of our homebrew, which spans our Faerun 5e homebrew, which spans three campaigns, one of which is streamed, Lady Moonfire in the Battle for Loudwater, again, homebrew, had been killed, was killed by the Lords, the then Lords Alliance, now the Dawn Viper Concord, in the battle between the Zentarum and the Zentilar. Lady Moonfire had been resurrected and had started suffering strange symptoms. Symptoms of which were able to be traced back to a mysterious device in the jungles of Cholt known only as the Soulmonger, which seems to be siphoning the souls of the dead in Faerun towards the jungles of Cholt. You are in a limited timer, so I want to remind everyone that as well. So I might have to have people start making rolls, or me making rolls, 
behind the scenes for people that have died in the three homebrews as the soulmonger is starting to kind of slowly suck their souls towards the center and use them of all their energy. What this device is and what it's doing, no one knows. You went into the jungles of Cholt, you landed at Port Nianzaru after a military encounter, naval encounter, at sea, uh, with which the dragon turtle that lived in the bay had destroyed your Lord's Alliance pursuers, mostly flaming fist forces from the uh, from Fort Valarian in Cholt. Uh, you had come across a few guides, a half-orc cleric who had who you had escorted to the camp that you're currently in, uh, and a guide named Salida, who you just caught a shimmer of scales in the, in the sunlight with your natural 20, I think, or for the perception check, out of several previously not good enough perception checks. You did get one natural 20 that allowed you to see just a shimmer of scales of Salida in the light. Otherwise, she seems trustworthy enough, like she's just trying to recover artifacts of her people, the ancient people of Cult. You, again, helped the half-orc cleric return to, uh, oh, the Order of the Gauntlet, uh, return to her home base here in the jungles of Cholt at Camp Righteous inside of which you learned of some of the things that the other two campaigns were doing, the non-streaming campaigns, and about the cessation of hostilities between the Zentarum and the Lord's Alliance, with the Zentarum emerging victorious in the war that had spanned uh, the course of about a year and a half, a physical uh, year and a half in, in, in our world. In Faerun, it spanned the course of from March to September. I know the months are called something different in Beirut, but uh, just to avoid confusion, I've just been using the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> so, you found you found that about a new faction that had emerged from the ashes of the Lord's Alliance called the Dawn Viper Concord. With the remnants of the Harpers and the Order of the Gauntlet and the Lord's Alliance reforming under one banner. Dawn Viper Concord, led by Sir Jameson Arator. Again, this is an ex-homebrew campaign. <laughs> it's a module ex-homebrew uh, campaign. Sir Jameson Arator, also known as the People's Sword or the Swordsman of Sorrow. The Swordsman uh, the People's Blade or the Swordsman of Sorrow. A hero amongst the common people. He has taken control of this new faction and has mobilized Force Grey against the adventurers in all three campaigns. Which is information that you have discovered uh, across the other two campaigns, but also uh, in retrieving sensitive correspondence from just some sleight of hand and some investigation and some interesting diplomacy here in Camp Righteous. As the divide in Camp Righteous grew wider, you found out that the Dawn Viper Concord Order of the Gauntlet soldiers are more often than not, or at least in this camp, zealots. Crusaders, uh, holy warriors, fighting a holy war against the Zentarum, uh, to which some of the less zealotous Order of the Gauntlet clerics and paladins and knights chose to obey the command of Lady Ava the Indomitable. Again, homebrew. <laughs> and uh, I just I want to say it every time I bring up a major new character. This was doing we're doing a main recap. Lady Ava the Indomitable, the Shield of Lathander, 
who had officially signed the peace treaty between the Zentarum and the Order of the Gauntlet. Sir Jameson Arator, however, operating out of Silvery Moon, had other plans. The commander of this particular camp in Chult had chosen to throw his lot in with the Dawn Viper Concord. So you had an interesting scenario wherein you and your allies knew that you were, or at least your allies in the camp, you were Centaurum, but also very much respected this woman known as Lady Ava the Indomitable, the Shield of Lathander. And it is not a title that I just made up for Cool Factor. She earned that title and she is extremely well respected amongst the Order of the Gauntlet. However, as in most historical wars, there's always several who want to continue the fight in any way possible. And in this circumstance, there are several thousand. So there is definitely a fighting chance for the Dawn of Concord, with all of their new allies that they have come across in the other campaigns, some of which will be revealed in time to you as you're kind of in an isolated pocket down in Chult. But in the process of burying and or preparing the bodies for cremation, actually, uh, after a fight had ensued in Camp Righteous between you and your allies within the camp who had chosen to stay loyal to the word of Lady Ava in Waterdeep, and those who chose to follow Sir Jameson Arator in Dawn Viper Concord. You emerged victorious after a bloody and sorrowful battle where brother fought against brother, kin against kin, and vice versa, sister against sister. It was a very emotionally charged fight, but towards the end, our warlock and our dark paladin chose to open the book that they had received at the beginning of the campaign. The book that our paladin has never once before opened, as he had been told not to, <laughs> as the book contains a dark essence, a dark energy, a dark power that was not to be trifled with. Having possession of this tome alone be enough to empower a paladin the rest of their life. However, after this incident at Camp Righteous, our paladin and our warlock chose to open the tome. After which, this was a bonus session, they were sucked into the extra-dimensional flying fortress sanctum of the Lich Lord Vecna. The book, which the paladin was never supposed to open, which was intentionally sealed by his family, was the Tome of Vecna. And our warlock and our paladin were transported to the Flying Fortress of Vecna in the cosmos, to which they had an epic battle of faith between the warlock's patron, the Great Old One, in this case specifically, for those of you who are fans of Lovecraftian horror, this is Ninogra, one of the Eldritch Mothers, or the Eldritch Sister, depending on uh, who you ask or, you know, what your interpretation of Lovecraft. There's a lot of fan interpretations, which I love, because I love the flexibility of Lovecraft, and how it can be a little interchangeable, and you can kind of interpret it in your own ways, cosmic horror, that sort of thing, between Minogra and her siblings out in the void, beyond the void, the old gods converging upon several worlds, including Faerun. And the man who alleges he is the only thing that can stop the eldritch horrors from turning the entire multiverse into an abomination, 
into a horrific nightmare of writhing mass and growth and tentacles and dark shadowy things. Very anime. So this cosmic battle ensued wherein the paladin, after his not quite a defeat, but humbling towards the end of the scenario, was granted a power. The power to resurrect or revive or raise the dead, but not as true resurrection or not to once they which uh, to, uh, to once they were, mm. uh, but in the form of undead zombies, so to speak, ghouls, ghasts, that sort of thing. Yikes! So our paladin <laughs> decided to try out the new power on the fallen corpses of these holy warriors. And that's where we're going to pick it up oh, for this week. Fair. I would like. What it would do? In 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 Trey's offense, didn't fucking know he could do that. Trey was Trey, and I was very excited to see something happen. You uh, you received a blessing of one of the arch liches in the tomb of. Heroes, the Tomb of Heroes, in Vecna's Flying Fortress. Listen, Reese is disappointed in you. Excuse me. Okay, first of all, Marquise Mayrain, Queen of Gold, okay, badass bitch. I'm glad I got that blessing. Okay. So, second of all, Alry, please help. <laughs> so, the zombies started to move, and the very last thing we did at the end of the session was Trey commanded them to remain still but they're still slowly kind of uh, and kind of writhing slightly in the or atop the burial uh, sorry the funeral pyre which has been uh, erected here it's not a properly elevated funeral pyre it's very um, roughshod very thrown together so kind of you hear a slight shift in the wood as one of the as one of the bodies just kind of writhes and moves you're the clanking of wood together now Essie I had a question I have an answer so the end of the last fight did we get a short rest I think so cool. I'll say yes because I believe I we did four options my second question is upon Trey light these ass corpses up and like bring them back could i potentially use prestidigitation to light a small campfire and set them ablaze a little bit <laughs> okay just to like the campfire right i just want to make it go a little faster okay so you cast prestidigitation you begin to light the fire and you hear like a and kind of a groaning and what do you do do you intensify the flames so yeah it's already on fire right like they've already lit it they're doing their thing right they have not lit it yet oh they, i thought you said they lit it no they, they they had not yet lit the fire uh, they were trying to gather for a ceremony i see i redact what i said then i thought it was already a flame oh no no, no, no. Uh, they, they they had not they have not yet began they, they would like to do a ceremony to honor the dead which they have not yet done 
Well, that's not going to happen. Valerie, <laughs> uh, Troy's going to kind of just grab Valerie and walk away. And then, and then, and then, wait, hold on. I'm going to, like, drag Valerie back to, like, the crates, right? Mm -hmm. Sit them down. Then, like, kind of get up really quickly, right? It's because, like, he's tall. So, like, it might bring attention to him. He's going to turn around and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'll just blast one of the zombies. Allery will play along. Allery is going to say under his breath, give it your best shot, guys. What's going on here? Help! Um, make a deception <laughs> check, both of you, at advantage. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> As you're working together. 17 and 22. Okay. Uh, as you start Eldritch blasting the corpses, and from around the side of the tent, uh, because the funeral pyre has cut off some of the access here, um, you just hear a, what? What's happening? And Undril runs around the other side of the tent and over towards the commotion. What the hell is this going on? They started Lim, moving. Lim, legitim <laughs> Lim legitimately goes, what the fuck? Yeah, Reese legitimately like, goes like, oh my god. Bro. So they, they, they just started moving. And, uh, like, well, guess they're undead oh, now. There's undead. Undril just, the undead are here. The undead are here. And you hear a bell start to ring on top. <laughs> I thought this camp was protected from the undead. <laughs> did you actually say that? Yes. She's like, oh, I, I did too! And everyone kind of draws their weapon and kind of starts rushing over towards these bodies. No rolls necessary, but as a slew of arrows and spiritual weapons and radiant holy fire just begin to... Uh, and then the, the slashing and hacking as your newfound compatriots just make their way over towards the commotion and do everything they can to quell the undead, which they do because you gave the undead command to be still. Eventually, after several minutes, because the zombies have recovery and they can roll con saves, they keep... Uh, and they're writhing, but they're not really putting effort into it as you had commanded them not to. Uh, but after several minutes uh, of this holy fire and these sprays of arrows and flourishes of blades, finally an exhausted, emotionally drained and ravaged camp, just out of breath, just stands over this funeral pyre and is just and out of breath, gasping, and you just hear Andril say, what the fuck? Valerie is gonna hold what? Trey and move to that. We're gonna be in the back. We've been helping, but we're not gonna say nothing. Nim just goes, man, the wildest thing. We were just chilling here, and those fuckers started moving. I know, we were all just chilling, taking a fucking breather. And then out of the corner of her eye, this fucking dude starts moving, and I was like, oh no, maybe it's just like they're shifting because like, they're in a pile. But no! What the hell? <laughs> Y'all are the worst people. 
not, we're not the good group, all right? We're like neutral at best. Yes. Not, not you as people, but your characters. <laughs> yeah, me and our chaotic people party. Yes, but I love it. I love it. A little chaotic. I only know how to play chaotic. Same. Same. <laughs> well, everyone is just thoroughly shocked and appalled and horrified, and then you just hear Undril. Okay. Maybe we should start the pyre. A little quicker now. Yes, Andril just says it starts to just tear up as tears just begin streaming down her face and just starts hacking at one of the zombies and just screaming saliva kind of coming out of her mouth and she says, it wasn't enough! It wasn't enough! And just kind of slamming down the blade into one of the zombie corpses, tears again just continuing to stream down her face and she just... <sighs> And just throws her blade into, just into the distance, just chucks it behind all of you, and just kicks over one of the crates and just, just burn the damn bodies! Trey's gonna approach and try to reach his hand very slowly to Andrew's shoulder and be like, hey, it's okay. I'm gone now. Chill. She just, Again. don't! Don't! As out of breath, just kind of panting over here in the distance as this rush of true order of the gauntlet, I suppose, just kind of makes their way over and immediately begins lighting the pyre ablaze. After several minutes, a roaring fire engulfs the pyre itself, and there is a massive heat source coming from the center as you hear these high-pitched hisses coming from body uh, bodies of the zombies and had recently been slain. After that, Treasure's gonna just walk towards Allery and just kind of put his hands like that. I'm just gonna casually Allery walk over to Trey and Allery and be like, hey, what the fuck? Allery and Trey says, say, I cannot believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Allery will say aloud to L. We have so many things to talk about, but we should respect the dead and yes, rest for the evening. You know, we'll talk about it. In Once the we leave this camp, you're explaining everything. Oh, of course, we're friends. We explain things to friends. Yeah, Allery, I, Allery, I you're not like getting out of this. <laughs> I just, Reese puts, like, Reese puts her shoulder, <laughs> just, Reese puts her, sh her hand on your shoulder, honestly, just very menacingly, like, you're not getting out of explaining what is going on. Allery has the worst god complex right now, I don't know if you're threatening or not. No. <laughs> it's a threat. Cosmic Eldritch being the likes of which no man can, like, comprehend, right? That, oh yeah, we choose you, you're our champion. Like, how do you not ride that high for at Reese least a minute? gonna, I like, mean, kind of slightly chuckle at Reese. <laughs> Just, like, look at her and, like... <laughs> you know the, the, like, genie moment? Genie of the lamp? Like, all oh, this Eldritch power! He's living space. That's what... Allery's itty-bitty living space. Yeah, um, kind of the same with Trey, because his deity now owns... Well, is in possession of an army. 
of undead and constructs that is traversing the closet. I'm just gonna glare at Trey and I'm like, I cannot deal with you two right now. Lim's just uh, gonna like rub hey, their temples. Yes. <laughs> is Trey's axe still glowing? Like with the black energy or did it go away? It is not. It is no longer glowing. Probably for the best. <laughs> yes. Well, well, I can only do that again in like six days. <laughs> Undril is just beside herself and is just sulking in a corner, just in shock and horror as the funeral pyre just. And so is so is the rest of the camp. The rest of the camp has just kind of gathered and is just. What? Standing in stunned silence. Worst case scenario, it's a cautionary tale for the future. They're going to immediately burn their bodies now. I don't see a downside to what we do. They're extra cautious now. Grace, I'm going to back you up just Allery. a tad. What happened to respecting the dead? Allery just said not say any of this. Do you, there's no horrific British accent in my voice. This was not in <laughs> That was solely Emma. This is solely Emma. Trina's <laughs> gonna just stare into the fire, just like, hmm. Allie's like, gonna look I... at Nim and say, uh, Hey, uh, Nim, you got yeah. any, like, religious tunes? All of you simultaneously receive a message in your head. <laughs> well, isn't this amusing? And we were certainly concerned when you stepped foot into our little bit of a pause in between some parts of the spell, obviously sending and message. We were concerned when you first stepped foot into our realm, into Acerarak's territory, but this is most amusing. I consider it a gift from the Sone Sisters that we do not pervade your dreams with nightmares. If you're to continue on this path, you may yet be of service to the Lord of Riches himself. We look forward to our next meeting, acolytes. <laughs> the fucking night hag! The night hag is fucking. I cannot believe. Is this a type of, is this a type of message we can respond to? Yes. <laughs> you can all Nim technically respond. Nim just says, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> Reed What's literally number? just responds, fuck you. Halloween's <laughs> 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 gonna have just white noise in their head, like, oh no. <laughs> I've already made mama nightmare mad once. Allery. Sure Dude's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Allery, you feel a sense of validation from your patron as all this is happening. And almost a whisper, that whispered, hushed feminine voice that just says, You see, this is the kind of horror that the servants of death will seed upon the world. There is only one solution. Is she trying to fucking 
reaching me back onto her side? Does she think I'm turning sides? That's hilarious. No, no, you, you, no, you, you feel a sense of, of validation as if you seeing what had happened here and the suffering that it caused and the fact that the, the Sewn Sisters, the Night Hags, have now reached out to you in a friendly, amused manner, almost calling you acolytes. Friend, friendly? Yes. Allery is going to open up their spell book, their, their um, grimoire. Okay. In it, just write a note, like, I don't know how to contact you. Uh, I, of course, am still your loyal servant. Uh, but I will be working with these guys for a while. My life is in grave danger otherwise. Fair enough. All right, you scroll that. Enough. You scroll that into your, into your journal. Yeah. You feel a some tej. Oh, sorry. You feel a cool <laughs> breeze behind you, as if it could be affirmation or validation or a response. Fair enough. Before it dissipates. Do I um? Straight from the of... gallon too. Like, Same. Me and me and drinking. We're like, we're, yeah. we're sharing my gallon. All right, kick it, kicking back some Tej. Early yeah. morning, early morning drinking. I love it. <laughs> still the morning. We have wasted still the all morning. of our spell slots. Most of our hit points. Well, I say all of our spell slots. All of you regular spellcasters. All of your spell slots. All of your. Listen, I don't have spells. So it's very I'm close good. to noon. I say it's around eleven, eleven thirty in the morning, but it's still pretty early. Somewhere. Yes, that's five o'clock somewhere. Let's go get some rations and some stuff. Like, go. I'm go just go like Nim. Do you want to play a drink game right now? Nim pulls out that goblin mask that they had gotten and went absolutely. Hell yes. Allery is gonna go up to you guys and say, uh, "Would either of you be interested in uh, going out hunting? Maybe I'll get a, some herbs." I'll go. Yes, only because we need to get out of this camp for five fucking seconds. Well, you, you all, you all kind of get the sense just from you know passive intelligence and wisdom between everyone combined that the Stone Sisters who had messaged you appear to, I mean, you don't, you know, you can't trust night hags, but they appear to be amused enough to have contacted you and did say that they were not going to. A delay or tarry you based on this amusing display so i think you can take that how oh. you will but that's we... what they had expressed to you because we're not going to go hunt them now is essentially what we've or are we going to still hunt them i guess that's something we could discuss do we still want to go we should... them? i think we, we should i think well so for right now we definitely have at least one person on their side right like our lich baby boy up here is gonna definitely like stay with them <laughs> for a while. Um, so at the very least, we have that for a while, and then if we get powerful enough that we feel more comfortable doing something about them, we can. Yeah, I will Before say that. Emma, does Allery say this as well? <laughs> oh no, I'm just I'm mostly oh. character planning. What do you guys What do you guys want to do? Like, do we want to? Well, you you made awesome. good point. Honestly, you make a good for point. Now. For I now. think we, I think we should still kind of keep tabs 
um, basically, just be like, yeah, we should hunt them in the future, but, like, we have kind of bigger fish to, fish to fry at the moment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we could potentially just pack up and leave right now. Yeah. Because it's still, yeah. we have half a day of travel we could do, and we don't have to do anything. We just do our half day of travel. We haven't had an issue camping recently. Like Yeah, and we can, and we can use our hit dice, too, because we so had we a short rest. Big brain. Because we had a short rest, so we can use our hit dice. Mm-hmm. And you can. Yeah, so if you want to use your hit dice to recover any hit points or anything you guys are missing. Um, but yeah. I'll, I know I'm full spell slots now, um, so I'm also at two with Nim. Uh, so I feel like 11. we should be pretty good if we want to just leave and go camp. And then we don't accidentally fuck up this camp anymore. I don't know, we should, <laughs> we should leave these poor guys alone. Cosmic that war was crimes. Really good roll for a hit dice. What? My hit dice is a D eight, and I got an eight. Wait, does your hit oh, die? Does it add con? Yes, it adds con. Oh. Fuck yeah! Your hit does add so con. Well, you you add con to your roll, and then that's how much you that's how much HP you restore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell yes! Did it? Right. Uh, two points away help. from full now. <laughs> Use hit points to recover. I, I don't know how that works. So, what? I'm one point away from full right now. What is everyone thinking as far as a plan? We should get out of here. Out. I th- I'm down for yeah. getting out of here. Yeah. I think yeah. we should get out of here. Fine. Uh, wait, did you say <laughs> Nim is one away from full? I'm, two I'm away one from away from full. full. I'm okay. one. I'm just going to use one lay on hands on Reese. And then two on them. You so should you stop laying hands on things. Also, thank you for the folly. Uh, yeah, folly. Folly. Thank oh, you for the folly. Oh, thank you for the follow. Don't, don't touch me. Uh, Nicklish <laughs> and uh, Zuski. Thank you, you both. Want the heal or not? Do, do you not want the satisfaction? Exactly. I have two more healing points that I can give. Who won it? Roll a so you hit the button that says hit Can we just talk about how I also <laughs> used three out of five of my bardic inspiration? <laughs> Reese Reese fully flinches away from you on reflex purely just because you touched her. Does you fucking do that good old heal? Trey being the way he is, he would like reach out very slowly. Like he wouldn't just like immediately like Well yeah. um, He would be like Maybe (laughs) Um if we are leaving the camp, Trey is gonna try and Leave without being seen. Trey. Let's dip out. He's gonna. He's gonna tell the rest of our people that we want to leave. Yeah. Okay. Um, Trey's just gonna sneak out of the camp. Just make a stealth check. Oh, guys, I'm at this advantage because plate armor. Mm-hmm. Wait, who else are we? T- who else is supposed to be coming with us? Are the um, Emerald Conclave guys yeah. supposed to be coming with us? Oh no, they, let's not bring them along. They can. Oh, because Craig? Actually. But, uh, Please, don't you, bring Craig. You are... I, <laughs> true. Right, so it'll just, it'll just be the five. Just Craig the has been through enough. I think. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I think we can just all... Just the five of us leave. And we, can, we, can, we do have to continue our mission anyway. We still have to figure out the fucking death undead thing. 
be us five, Elena, Hella, and Selena that would it's take- It's like, don't we have yeah. Yeah. Elena, okay. Hella, and Selena? We're trying to find, like, some kind of special ring or something. Yeah, we're trying to find the Soulmonger, we're also trying to find the Frost Ring, it's like a side quest. The Ring of Winter. Ring of Winter. Yeah. Yes. So we're trying to find both those things. Yeah, Evan, I rolled a free on stealth. I saw. So you, so so Trey is kind of awkwardly sneak out, and you do you do recover the tents. We'll say that. Uh, take the time to recover the tents. So yes, we're all back. We yep. There you go. Which I think were were you guys trying to sneak away? Because there's no sneaking away. If we're gathering the tents. Yeah. Oh, just Trey was trying. Trey to is kind of kind of like clunk clunk clunk, and everyone just kind of a couple of the guards just kind of look at Trey as he's kind of like trying to sneak out. And one of them was like, "What are you doing?" Gonna go to the go to the what was her name? Uh, which one? The not Andrel, the other one. Selena. Nope. Selena. Elena. The, the new head. The new head. The, of the leader camp. of this place now, technically. Yeah. Ah, oh yeah. Yes. The sister. Sister Sias. Yes. Uh, Allery is gonna go to Sister Sias and. Uh, She's just looking in horror at the situation of the bodies as they burn. I'm assuming everyone else is going and getting um, our three tagalongs. Yes. Um, yeah. Allery's gonna go and say, um, "We're so sorry for your loss, sister." Um, Thank you. I. We do I, not feel it fair to impose ourselves upon you any longer. We will be making our way out of camp tonight. Uh, the, as we speak, everyone is packing up our things to go. Uh, so that you all may rest and reconvene, and you do not have to worry about us anymore. Uh, thank you so much for your aid in this battle, even though it cost you greatly. We do hope that uh, in the future we will see you on better terms. Make a deception check at advantage. Deception? Now is not the time to roll a one. Don't you say this on me. Well, she kind of like great. she kind of like narrows her eyes at you and says, "I think that is for the best." You seem to bring death with you. You carry ill omens. It really just be like that though. Valerie's really not even paying attention to what she's saying, but when she hears that, goes, meow. The sooner you leave. The better, I think. Oh yes, we are doing that as we speak. Good. I'm not talking, I'm very weak. Make yourself Nimco's scarce, lest more of the superstitious ones among us turn their blades upon you. Even those oh, that you had called your allies. And oh, take your cool. misfortune with you deep into the jungle. And never return. Hopefully, better tides come turning. Have a good day. Uh... <laughs> Nim goes over to uh, Viper, Elena, and Hello. Wow, Nim, you're really just making me deal with our tent all by ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, but uh, uh, Nim, real quick, I know Reese was trying to say something, so go ahead, Al. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so Reese slash uh, so Nim slash Rory, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to do oh. one. I wanted to do like order of operations yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So, uh, Nim goes over to Viper Elena and okay. uh, Hella. It's like, ah, uh, hey, so I think we got a jet now. I think so too. I think we should leave immediately. Yeah, we're we're packing up as we speak. Uh, we're ready to get the fuck out. As am I. So, anyone want to do anything else in the camp before we set out back into the jungle? So 
It's time to go. All right, I agree. <laughs> as the, as the DM saying, I agree. They've had enough. Yes. I just They've had a lot going on. <laughs> sleep. Let's go with sleep. Yes, let's go with sleep. Also, I didn't get much rest because trauma TM, okay? Yes. Uh, also, I'm thinking... Uh, Dude, Reese and, Reese and Trey are running on fumes right now. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Alright, so everybody when, is when, hastily making their exit. When we sit down, Trey's gonna, like, smile at uh, uh, Allery and cause prejudication to make Allery feel, like, nice and cool for once. <laughs> Gotta do that for everyone. What a... What a... Inconvenience has happened. Sorry, I have to redirect. <laughs> the weather today is a strong overcast uh, with uh, a light drizzle slowly turning into a steady rain. The dreary clouds above to match the somber mood of the events that had just transpired. As you Time make to your put way. Up the rain catchers. Yes, remember your rain catchers and also yourself might be that's just enough. In the rain. I know the insects are a little bit less active, but the incense and the salve. So I will say on, on the boat, uh, even though there is the rain, uh, it is the jungle and it is very damp. So Hella, your guide, uh, does kind of strike up her incense as she usually does, a little bit subdued in the rain, but the rain continues to fall you put up your rain catchers and refresh your water skins as you make your way back down the river through the heart or towards the heart short by the way a little plug for the guild of ambiance here which we have guild of ambiance uh using their music or uh, background music, background ambiance right now. You can check them out at patreon.com slash guild of ambiance and the guild of ambiance on YouTube. So thank you to them very much. I'm actually going to switch uh, over to it, it looks like everyone's frozen, but L on the screen. All right. Like, because I switched off of the stream manager. Also, technically, you know the insects thing? Is that because of diseases? Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. Tring is immune to disease. So that does that make him fine? Angela? <laughs> oh, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, okay. that, that, that face she made before going... Potentially... <laughs> I have divine magic flowing through my blood. Thank you very much. Ain't no divine. disease like me. Divine. It's absolutely divine. It is. It's, divine. Divine. Sir? it's divine energy. Divine. divine energy. It's not divine. It is divine. Divine. Yeah. It's divine. <laughs> Trey's just gonna like tap his holy symbol to the shadow and be like, I need to get another one. Do I need to get another one? 
Another what? A new holy symbol? Yeah, because I ain't got one for Vecna. <laughs> Does he say that out loud? Probably. You if Nim, if Nim sees him with the, Nim will just be like, uh, I got a pendant of Joaquin, do you want that? You're so helpful. He, huh? he's, just go, he's just going to stare at Nim and in Inferno say, no. <laughs> Nim responds in Infernal, got it. <laughs> Try this and see what, see how it goes. Wait, is that the deity of like trade? Is that the trade bitch? I can't remember. Joaquin no, but is the goddess of that trade. stole from that poor guy whose journal <laughs> they also read. In a fucking the midlife guy that crisis. About. Okay. He was fully in a midlife crisis. You are a horrible human. Trey, I don't know if you're a horrible human anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I'm chaotic, y'all. I I never hit that fact. I want to recommend and remind everyone. Sword Coast Soundscapes currently playing. You can check them out. Uh, SwordCoastSoundscapes.bandcamp.com uh, on YouTube as well, and Twitter.com/SwordCoastSoundscapes and Patreon.com/SwordCoastSoundscapes. We use both. Uh, Rain and the Jungles of Cholt, which is a specialized soundscape for this campaign specifically. So, as you all in the war canoe make your way down the river in the rain, your thoughts are brought to the incident at the camp. The past several days spent with the Order of the Gauntlet, the civil war that erupted in the camp, the Centaurum and their conquest of the Sword Coast, this new threat that opposes them in the form of the Dawn Viper Concord, risen from the ashes of the Lord's Alliance, the Order of the Gauntlet, and the, Harp and the Harpers, and the zealotry that can come with it. Mention of a holy war, the distant roars of Dinosaurs in the jungle and groans of undead. Just an afterthought in the distance, along with again the chirping of bugs that thrive, the bugs and insects that seem to thrive in the moisture of the jungle. Over the course of the next several hours, the incense burning, the fresh rain falling steady but not oppressively throughout the day, continue to make your way down the river the occasional moan and groan from the jungle ca catching your eye uh, catching your ear sorry if it is close enough but otherwise your thoughts dwell on a combination of the aforementioned thoughts and reflections as well as peggy deadbells and the sewn sisters that seem to have taken a liking to you trey and allery on your cosmic adventure into the fortress of Vecna, as metaphysical as it was. Continue to make your way down the river, most of you remaining silent, including Hela and Selida. Elena engages in conversation when she can, but most of you are rightfully distracted 
all things considered, and for the first several hours, sit in silence. Just the you sound know, of the rain. Oh, you still have Undril in the back of our boat. <laughs> Let's fix that. Undril's not Andrew. there anymore. Undril, Undril, Undril needs needs some. Andrew well, needs therapy. Therapy. Bye bye. <laughs> In any case, several hours pass, and you snack on whatever rations you have, without actually consuming a ration. So whatever snacks you have, dried fruit, etc., mixed uh, nuts, whatever you have in your pack that you've collected, parts of your rations. The hour grows to about four, three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Mid-afternoon, the rain continues steadily. And most of you, with your rain catchers up, some of you wet and partially soaked from the steady rain. A dreary, but fitting mood for reflection after all that has happened thus far. It's the sun behind the clouds continues to advance through the day you make at least a day's worth of travel what are you all doing in the canoe does anyone say anything to anyone after several hours of silence who is going to be Nim the first humming. Oh. to break the silence Nim is humming rain the raindrops are falling on my head bum bum <laughs> Dune is most definitely licking the raindrops as they fall down on its face, like, like just as they fall on the face. Allery is watching Dune do this, and like, will occasionally get very excited when Dune catches one that's particularly weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you were saying? I was saying, Reese is just. Just rowing, because it's it's just Reese and uh, Trey rowing, right? Nim, <laughs> there have to be two. There have to be two people rowing at all times, in addition to Saliti, your guide down the river. Yeah, so I feel like it's just us rowing because we're the strong ones. Nim is on the bench with Reese. I feel like Nim is probably sitting uncomfortably close to Reese, <laughs> and Reese is trying very, honestly, very hard not to hit name in the fucking face but otherwise isn't saying anything it's very much in her own head just very just has a kind of very haunted look as nim's as nim's humming they're just like so continue to make your way down the river i need someone to roll a d100 for me i'll do it Okay. We all know what happened last time so I rolled a D100. Percentile dice. Allery, will, uh, not like 100. That. I rolled a 100. Oh, no. I don't nice. I don't nice, either. but also. That's either no. very good or very bad. I don't yeah. know which one at this point. It's a 1 in 100 chance, so. I mean, technically, any of those numbers is a 1. You yeah. roll the 100. Oh, no. Again? Oh, wait. I mean. That. That reaction, though. I don't like rolled a 100. <laughs> oh. I did say I was ready to fuck shit up again. And I delivered on that promise. 
It's not like giving me anxiety. <laughs> I already got anxiety. Okay. Extracurricular anxiety. I'm just gonna wait for Essay to figure all of what horrendous natural disaster we're about to go through, and then I'm gonna talk to uh, our navigators. Okay. Guys, hold on. We have to go check out our cat. She just knocked on our bathroom door. Literally knocked. That's strange. All no, right. No, it's not a person. So, the D100. Noted. Noted? What's everyone's passive perception? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 14. 13. Mine's a 12. Uh, June's oh. passive perception. What's happening? We're looking at passive perception to figure out something as a 13. Yeah. Also, what's going 14, on with your cat? So... Yeah, what, what happened with Dawn? She was inside the cabinet pulling things out. So it was the cabinet door that knocked against the- It was things oh. falling out of the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as long as our cat didn't grow a pair of knuckles. Right. Well, that was interesting. Uh, regardless, no one has above a 15 for passive, right? Oh my god! Okay. Good to know. Gabe, what have you done to us? Gabe! So, you continue along the river into the evening with... Um, Allery would like to, um, at one point, like after a while of travel, just kind of pipe up. Alright, navigators, where to next? Salida turns around. The rain is favorable in our direction, and we are making good progress. But the sun grows dark behind the clouds, and as you look up, it is has grown noticeably darker. It should be... It would behoove us to find a camp for the evening and try again tomorrow, see what progress we can make. But again, considering the late start... We have made considerable gains down the river. The rain is favoring us. Call that a sign from the old gods within Chot. The old gods of our people, the deities of old. They seem to favor us. Yep, 100. Old gods, yes. Your old gods, no. <laughs> My cat god doesn't like rain. Yes. We gave our cat a bath the other day, and oh my god, it was miserable. It's the only time. The only time one of our cats has ever bit anyone was when they were trying to give him a flea bath one time. Oop. I think that's valid. One of my one of my cats, who is sadly no longer with us, um. He, um, whenever he took baths, like, he would always fight when, before getting into it, but once he was in the water, he just looked so resigned. He was like, well, I guess it's my fate now. I know, I finally gave Dawn a night, like, you have to give them hotter baths than you would expect, because their body temperatures are higher, so they want yeah. it warmer than you would expect, so I finally gave Dawn a hot enough bath that she was in it, she was just purring, she was like, <laughs> like, mm, yeah. Sam, the hot water go? Sam, our 18-pound cat, he's a Maine Coon. So Maine Coons like water. 
Would anyone like to make the survival check, or would you like to give the, oh, one of the guides advantage? Give the guides advantage. Okay. Who has proficiency in survival? No one. Um, I think I do. Actually. I think someone among us has. Uh, yeah, I us. do. I have okay. proficiency in survival. All right. So you can uh, go ahead and roll yourself, or you can give advantage to one of the guides. I'm giving advantage. I'm not. <laughs> Who are you giving advantage to, Salida or Hella? Uh, Hella. Okay. As you, mm-hmm. what what do you say or do when you walk up to Hella as she starts scanning the horizon? Uh, I'm like, all right. I actually have no idea what the hell I'd say. <laughs> you can be a strong, silent type if you wish, just kind of yeah, helping her scan kinda... the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Reese is really in the mood for talking at the. All right. So before the sun sets, you are able to very easily, as darkness begins to to creep ever closer, the clouds and the rain not letting up, you're able to find some soggy ground where you can bring your canoe. Eventually, you just slide into a small embankment, uh, a place for the canoe to rest in a slight indentation in the natural curvature of the river. And as you begin to start the process of breaking down your rain catchers and just continuing to get wet and soaked in the rain as the rain continues to fall, letting up just ever so slightly, you're beginning to, there's a chill in the air, you're chilly and you're very much looking forward to the relative safety of the tents for the evening and your watch you're on the correct side of the embankment the opposite from the known populations of undead that seem to be continuing to plague the central portion of the island of Cholt eventually tying your canoe and making your way inland as Hella begins to make her way off of the canoe with the runes and the levitation ability. And all of you, again, find yourselves on soggy grounds as Hella begins to adjust and make sure that the chains on the tires are of uh, the combat chair are secured and just really kind of smacking onto the side of them. She does put her own rain cover up. Just, just You can hear the chains just kind of rattling as she makes her adjustments and making sure that her weapons are at the ready. Eventually you all make your way into the jungle, just within ten minutes or so of the river's edge. And as you're searching for a camp, I need one of the player characters, whoever wants to roll for uh, just make a uh, general perception check whoever's whoever's proficient in perception can go ahead and just make a general perception roll i am if you like i don't know if anyone else is better mine is a three okay as you do have the guides we're going to look for a suitable campsite emily three should i do it i have four yeah you have a four so you should probably Um, do it um anyone anyone that is proficient can make a general roll so oh, any so of yeah. Oh. Yep. So any Y'all of you definitely roll. 
Any yeah. of you that have Yash proficiency in perception. Roll. Oh my god, you guys. Can make a, a general active roll. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, bless you. All right. So as you get about 10 minutes or so with Hella's 18, um, again, the uh, very easily making her way with the reinforced chains uh, on the tires, just with Salida's assistance, begin to set up a camp. Again, about 10 minutes inland from where you had initially landed the canoe. The standard accoutrement of the camp began to be established, the fire pit with the stones, the tents, the three tents that you have brought with you as you all set up camp for the evening, making your way around the perimeter of your campsite. Reese, uh, you notice that ever so slightly the rain begins to let up. And turns to a light drizzle. And looking into the distance of the jungle, you see something shimmer and catch your eye. And you feel a cold chill in the air. And gazing into the jungle in the distance, you swear you see something just isn't right in the distance. Something about this one patch of jungle just at the very tip of your, what you can see through the foliage, there's these shimmering reflections in the last bits of light as the clouds slowly in certain places begin to part. And what appears to be a relatively almost a full moon and starlight piercing through the clouds, just shimmering through this distant visage that you can see something it's strange there's just this shimmering and reflectiveness and cold chill and what appears to be just bits of crystallized make a nature check for me reese make a nature check yes 15 you stop and 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 have to and you look up and you feel the warmth of the jungle and the stars and the moon piercing through little spots in the clouds as the rain slowly gradually begins to uh, continues to lessen and you swear with your nature check of 16 that you see patches of snow and icicles draped from parts of the jungle in the distance. Uh-oh. I'm gonna basically be like, Hella, we should not be camping. Do you see all the frost around here? Something is up. It is far in the distance. About probably a ten minute walk from where you are, which is about ten minutes from the shore. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna alert, I guess, everyone and be like, hey, there's a bunch of like, there's, like, a ring of... There's, like, some frost over there? Is it? There, which doesn't seem quite right. We should probably check it out before we make camp, or we should just avoid it altogether. But is it within 60 feet? Can I go investigate? It's within 60 yes. feet. Yes. Absolutely. Are you taking anyone with you on your investigation? Who would like to go with me to investigate? I'll go with you. Who would like to... <laughs> Everyone? Or die. 
Well, I mean, well, I mean, I saw it, so I'd, I would obviously go. But let's have Elena come with us. Last okay. time we didn't have Elena come with us, and we almost didn't make it through the thing. So you all tell Reese, you tell Elena what you saw, right? Yeah. And she stops and she says, "That's the Ring of Winter." Yeah. And she immediately draws her blade. Use caution. Arctic climb Being is not that to be Elena drew with. her blade, I'm gonna draw my uh, the crocodile halberd. Okay. Arctic climber is not to be trifled with. In what way specifically? Just combat prowess. By not to be trifled with, I mean not to be taken lightly. It's a better way to say that. Our goal here is to capture the ring that he wears. That rightfully belongs to the true mistress of winter and servant of the Frost Maiden. Dreadlord Thornton. Now that we... That, now that Reese pointed it out, can we see the like, frost as well? As you all kind of strain your eyes, with Reese's help, as... Um, she's pointing into the woods the rest of you yes can slowly see the icicles but she has to kind of point point it out to you uh, as to where it is but you can straining your eyes you can see it in the distance i understand that uh, you know zentara wants to get their hands on it but i'm rather spent and wondering if maybe after a rest we could then pursue the ring if you prefer that he we can keep to... an eye on it uh during oh. the watches it's just probably better if we get some rest first. This is about to happen. <laughs> well, either that, or... Oh, there's always a possibility that he could just try to kill us in our sleep. That's why we have watches. You want to just... Leave it there. Can I sneak over there and investigate sneakily? Make a stealth check. Okay. Yes. Um, you all notice eventually with your passives that your tabaxi has disappeared. <laughs> and you see just the flash of a figure, very a cat-like figure, in the distance about ten minutes away, just kind of slowly flash as you're all gazing into the frost and you realize that Dune has just gone off ahead uh, on their <laughs> own. Dune's head and say stop moving I'm going to skin you alright so when you arrive in the clearing Dune, when you arrive in the clearing you see a rather beautiful sight these icicles have these beautiful icicles have formed on the foliage, the greenery in the jungle, in this clearing there is what appear to be the remnants of a camp. There are... There is, at the very least, what appears to be a campfire in the center, an old campfire. You see the stones around it and just ash covered in snow. And it's in about a 30 or 60 foot radius in this, re in this one particular area that snow and patches of ice have coated the ground and the icicles continue to just form and sparkle 
And as the clouds slowly continue to part, the beam of sunlight, uh, sorry, beam of, of moonlight uh, pierces through this recent break in the clouds and reflects off of some of these icicles. It is quite beautiful, if not eerily calm. Now the rest of you all notice Dune here. So what is everyone else doing as you see Dune investigating the camp on their own? Valerie is going to... 10 minutes is such a long way to walk. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like that. I mean, I was going to say we should wait and see if Dune gets in trouble, then approach. But if Dune gets in trouble, when we wait to approach at that after that point, that's like 60 rounds of combat that Dune has to survive. Yes. So. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> thank you, Cameron C-L-L-R, for the follow. Much appreciated. Hearts for you. So, so, I think I'm gonna go follow or sneak up. And try to try to sneak up. I has maintained my sneak. All Who right. Has on stealth checks. Heavy armor, people. Stay back. I'm sneaking. This is my no. Sneak. I'm pretty. Sneaking. I'm pretty sneaky, actually. I have okay. some dude. Because I have a high dex and I don't have heavy armor because I'm a barbarian. Okay. So. Make a is going to look to. Um. Well, Elena is just going to start walking. Yes. Uh, Allery, if Allery was going to ask that Elena come with us, but if Al Elena's already going, we're going. Yeah, she's Allery's she's going. already gone. Is yeah, Elena I'm going also. Okay, stealthily or? Yes. Is, is yeah. Elena going stealthily? No, she's just kind of forging oh, on ahead. She has heavy armor, Trey. so. Alright, Trey's going to do the same as Elena then. Okay. All right, so anyone that's approaching stealthily, go ahead and make a stealth check. Oh my gosh. Ooh, baby. Dude, I'm rolling good tonight, which makes me feel so good because my Friday campaign went terribly. <laughs> I killed my character in my Friday campaign. Plus five to stealth. Where did that come from? Plus two proficiency plus okay. three dexterity. So Nim, uh, you just appear in the camp, and I want to have Dune make a perception check, please. I can't. Okay. Oh shit! Ooh. Dune keeps okay. all of us. All right, Dune. You notice the remnants? Most definitely, this is the remnant, the remnants of a camp. There are there was a tent where you can see where the tent poles had been placed, the structural skeleton of the tent had been placed. There are uh, wrapper uh, sort of uh, there's an old uh, that sort of waxy parchment wrapping that uh, most rations come in. Two of those are strewn about the campsite below some of the snow. You also notice, just out of the corner of your eye, uh, very stealthily emerging from the foliage into this beautiful frost-covered clearing. Nim, just very stealthily, almost blending in with the shadows, making their way out of the jungle into the clearing. I'm going to say you probably both notice each other, noticing each other. <laughs> you have this moment, and then you, you do also see... Trey and Elena and uh, Allery, are you approaching stealthily or? 
Yeah, I rolled yes. myself. Okay, all right. Um, and also, in the same way, you notice Allery emerging from the woods, so very stealthily as well, almost about the same time as Nim. And Reese shortly thereafter, as Trey and Elena just make their way through the woods. Hella and Selida, your two guides, remain at the camp. Equally distrustful of each other, which is a good watch to have. I love Hella. I yes. love Hella specifically because of that. Great, because neither of them will do anything to the other, because then it's going to be really obvious who did it, right? Imposter. <laughs> and you are all standing. Hey, I just standing. Okay. Was there anything shifty afoot? Was fucking Reese when Reese rolled that natural twenty on perception on Solita? Was just like Solita just fucking vented. <laughs> I was on cameras and Solita vented. I watched her pop out of the tent. I saw it. <laughs> yes. So as you're all standing here in the center of the camp, you you all with your passive start to hear something disconcerting in the distance. Getting louder and louder. Heavy footfalls from the northeast. Sorry, from the northwest. And kind of rustling in the jungle. With the cracking of branches and trees and that cold chill just flowing through the air. in uh, Elena's head is going to say dinosaurs? Make a five roll. Make a, make a perception check. Me? Perception. Trey's just getting ready to cause Eldritch Blast. Okay. Not a dinosaur. Does not seem like a dinosaur. Seems like a large humanoid. Oh, just no. slowly, oh, slowly oh, making, slowly, slowly making its way and you hear cracks in the branches. Real quick, like, hide. All right. I hide. <laughs> All right, everyone make a stealth check at advantage. And people in heavy armor, just make a regular stealth check. Fresh round of stealth checks. Okay. That's the wrong thing. I'm sorry. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Not me accidentally rolling right. sleight of hand. And uh, Reese, uh, unarmored defense, right? Yeah, I have unarmored defense. Okay, all right. Let's see, what do we got here? So I have uh, no armor. All right. 22, 17. Uh, that 17 was sleight of hand, I rerolled. Okay, all right. 25, 20, 21, 25. 14. Yeah, so you all like take a moment to... And that that's a group stealth check, so that's a pass... Uh, Elena does not have to roll uh, because that is a guaranteed success with your passes and slowly emerging from the center from the woods after several moments you start to see the image of a blue skinned giant oh good it's a Jotun slowly emerging a female giant Emer uh, emerging from the woods, just what the fuck? she you makes know what? her way she... into the center of the camp. She could step on. Just <laughs> waiting for someone to say it. Same. And she Same. just kind of slowly comes into the center of the camp, and the moonlight at that moment just illuminates her 
pale blue skin, and though she stands at around ten feet tall, she is... For a giant, you've... Some of you may have never seen a giant, but a rather somewhat a rather attractive looking frost giant her hair done up her blonde hair done up in a combination of braids and an updo bun uh with these two um locks that kind of dangle from either side and she just kind of looks around with a very strong presence about her and just smells and just and appears to be and then lets out a sigh of relief and then just slowly caresses one of the icicles and appears to be just inspecting the camp around her. Real quick, I see your camera failed. Yes, I'm putting it back on. Do -do -do. Oh. oh, shoot. Our group stealth check was still higher than her best perception. Yes. Thank God. And she just kind of stops and goes to turn and just is taking the time to just investigate the camp and just go through the campfire and touch the wax wrappers with her large, soft blue hands. And she has this um, pale blue um, coat over her that is a little light, a little light for sure. Uh, breathable, and then just the slightest hint of a fur collar. I'm slightly open for the heat of the the jungle, but kind of makes did sense. I, did Allie have experience with giants from the time that they were a soldier? Would I recognize this behavior as being like normal for a giant? Make an insight check. I would say I would say you're not as well versed as anyone else per se. Um. Okay, so she appears to be investigating, and she seems to have smelled something off about the camp, which would be you, <laughs> all of you, um, but is just taking the time to investigate. Uh, giants aren't too different from humanoids, from normal-sized humanoids, and she just seems to be very interested in this particular camp. And there is a large great axe an oversized giant sized great axe on her back carved with norse runes no 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 <laughs> she does have a a kind of golden kind of headband on her forehead uh this uh gold adornment that just accentuates her features as she kind of looks around and continues to investigate now, we were not told that Axolotl Man was in the company of giants when we were told about the winter ring, right? It was a lizard folk. Correct. It was a lizard folk he was traveling with. Uh, I'll have to double check. It's either a lizard folk or tabaxi. It was a lizard man. I remember specifically being like, okay. a lizard man or a thing? Yes, lizard folk. <laughs> um, Allery would like to use their telepathy thing Okay, great. The, uh, All right, and they and they can communicate back with you, correct? Yes. Okay. It's not like sending; it's kind of like message. Yes, I knew exactly what you're talking about. Uh, because 
Elena has the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Elena, Allery's going to talk to Elena and say, uh, so is this, do we know why there's a giant here? A frost giant? I would know that a frost giant shouldn't be here, right? Yes. Do we know why there's a frost giant here? Is this new information to you too? Elena responds, I have no fucking idea. It was just as bizarre as it is to me. Uh, I'm sure it's just as bizarre to you. I don't know what to make of it. How do hard think this might be around the wintering? Or... That would be my guess. Frost giant, mm. ring of winter. Makes sense. Should we, pursue, should we pursue or leave her? I mean, she seemed very interested. She's obviously come here to investigate us. I don't know. Doesn't oh, seem hostile. Nim you... should do that thing. That thing that you did in the camp. That scary thing. The, the dark thingy that, that killed them. Oh, so that was actually a combination of Nim and Allery casting two different spells. Yeah. Don't do that um... again. But... Uh, so wait, hold on. Elena doesn't think she's hostile? Difficult to tell, but... Can... Can you flirt with someone through message? Can we, can Is I that possible? Potentially. You two horny brats. Can I doubt <laughs> for a giant? I, 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 I want to have a conversation. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Allery's going to ask Elena if uh, it would maybe be an idea to try to communicate with her telepathically. She won't know where we are, or necessarily how we're communicating, but we can see her hostility level, whether or not she would be... Yes, if you, if you must, you just wait her out, or you could try to communicate. What would, it, what would a frost giant speak? Giant. We don't have to share a language with this particular spell. I just have to do it telepathically. My so here's I'll let I'll we'll do a party vote. Um, Usually they understand common. I could communicate with her just to see if she's hostile. She wouldn't know who is speaking. She would just know someone is speaking to her telepathically, okay. and she would be able to communicate back um... with me. So she wouldn't know where like where we are. But it would definitely alert her that someone is here, and she may be able to find us, and we you, may be fighting a frost giant. You all have, you all have perfect cover with your stealth rolls, but in in the outskirts of the jungle here, around the camp. I want to flirt with her in message. <laughs> all right, Nim, do not do this. Who's I who's? I think. Message. I who's think going... it could be. I think it probably would be a bad idea to alert her to our presence right now, considering. Um, you guys are all down most of your spells. Like, I mean, I'm good to go. I'm at full health and I I'm have no good. spells. I have but everyone such else. Good performance and persuasion and deception right now. Oh, don't get me wrong. You guys are welcome to try. Um, she is a giant. I doubt you would be of interest to her, if not for food. Yeah, so I don't I don't think it's wise to to alert her to our now, how, considering how most are you communicating of us are... with each other. If you need us to be communicating to have this conversation, yes. Allery will do it telepathically. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's wise for us to alert her to her presence. Pull back, please. 
a lover for the sacred. Go back. If Nim wants to fuck, Nim can fuck. But for <laughs> love of everything, that's rest Nim, of us. would you like to send her a message? Nim, don't do it. Please don't. Please don't. Don't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I say. Hey there, beautiful. You come here often? You see her kind of stop in her tracks. And she just kind of slowly looks around. And then you you hear out loud, in common, with an accent. He thought I smelled small folk. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Can I use can I use the minor illusion? Just like on the opposite like side of us, so like pull over one side on the opposite side to like create the illusion of like a little like rose. But like it's like it looks like it's made out of ice. Just like sure. from the floor. Okay. Yeah. We so yeah. So you cast. Oh, is yeah. it a? Is that um a cantrip? I can't remember off the top of my head. All right. So as she's looking around, you form this rose out of ice right by her feet, and she says, "It's a nice trick." She kind of slowly bends down and puts her hand through it, and as an illusion, her hand kind of goes right through it. Yes, but. A real one would be much better. Perhaps you should reveal yourself so we can have a face-to-face conversation. And I take the hibiscus flower that Craig gave me and mage hand it to her stealthily where she doesn't tell where the mage hand... Or I can make mage hand appear. Yes. No. Yep. Uh, well, can I... Can I make can a slight I of hand check. Make a slight of hand okay. check. Also, can I, like, uh, is there any way, like, inside a nature check to see if, uh, if it was, like... Oh, no! So, you cast Mage Hand, and it very clearly comes from your general location, but she does not appear to change as far as her demeanor. I'll say that right away. All of you being so keen on and having the drop on her, does not reach for her axe. She does not charge. She just stands and turns slowly. And the hibiscus flower just floats through the air and presents itself to her. And she just slowly reaches down into the flower and just... Curious. But very pretty. Kind of looks around. Slowly flower just kind of puts it into her into her hair above her ear. Oh my a pretty God. flower. Allery actually is just doing this in the middle of some bushes, like full squat. Allery, uh, not a fuck. <laughs> Reese is trying very, very hard not to die laughing at she's, this. She's just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is incredible. She slowly starts carefully walking over to your direction. If cautiously. Nim steps out from behind the tree and actually, like, reveals himself, but walks away so, like, the rest of the group is still, like, there. Okay. Because obviously Nim's like, well, I just revealed myself, but I'm not yes. going to reveal that there are others with me. So Nim reveals themselves to the giant. 
And yeah, she stops. And she says, hmm. Very small indeed. Thank you for the flower. You're very welcome. That was you. It, yeah. <laughs> for a that small folk, your manners when treating with a lady are... You are proficient in this type of interaction. I just think that if you're being treated any way other than this, oh, that's My just mad manners. Common is not the best, but I see you know how to treat a shield maiden. I appreciate your gesture of respect. You may be a bit small for me, but I you understand. are adorable in your own way. How many friends do you have with you? I assume you are not alone looking for the ring. The ring? I, I'm the sorry, ring what? of winter. Oh. This is why you have come, is it not? That's why there most of the small like, folk come. There was like frost around this area and it seemed really weird weather for this area. So. Indeed, this is the work of the ring of winter. Oh, wow, an ancient, that's cool. An ancient artifact of my people, stolen by the human rat Arctis Clyburn. I intend only to get it back. You Besides, can never trust a human. and she starts speaking louder. The old father has decreed that the that the cast of giants has been shattered. The ordning is upon us, and all of our siblings in giant kind have set out into the world to prove themselves. My kin seek to reclaim the artifact that was stolen from this sniveling human rat and get it back. Most of my kin think it is somewhere in the north. They lay siege to Brinshaldir in the north, in ten towns. But... But... Thera. Thera Permafrost hears rumors of the ring making its way south into the humid jungles with the human rat and his pet lizard. Athira sets out on a quest to put herself above all of the rest of her frost giant siblings. And Thera was correct, it seems. Yeah, stick it to him, Thera. The old father it. watches over us indeed. And so does the mother. Valerie would like to ask Elena. Hey, why did we need to get the ring again? <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks over and, and responds with the Dreadlord. Halia Thornton, the servant of the Frost Maiden. It's an artifact of great power that we should not allow to fall into the hands of what well, not giants, but particularly not the Lord's Alliance or the Stone Viper Concord. We need to retrieve it for ourselves so we can use it for ourselves. 
And who better to wield it than the woman that rides atop a white dragon? That is the chosen champion of the Frost Maiden. Makes the most sense to me. Uh, Trey wants to. Uh, uh, Trey's gonna emerge from where he is <laughs> and um, kind of. She just ah another one. Walk, walk beside Nim and be like, "Yeah, uh, hi. Uh, sorry, I didn't uh, seem it deem it fit to show myself immediately. It's just us two. Uh, well, that ring does sound rather interesting. We're not here for the ring. We're here for something else. Uh, uh, we just came to a, we just came to investigate the front. Nim's trying to take over. Like if anybody's going to be deceptive here, it's gonna be Nim. Like, yeah, it's just the two of us. Uh, we just came yeah. to investigate this frost. This is weird. That doesn't explain why we're in the jungle, though. She says, say. More allies. A fair wind at our back is blowing. And a fair wind at our back is best. Well, yes, but you see, the reason why we're in the jungle is, in fact, to help a friend of ours who is sick. Let's go with the word sick, sure. And she, she does she does repeat it. Uh, she kind of blends it together uh, as you're oh. speaking. Sorry, I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go back to this because I, I have it. But as she finishes that about the fair wind, uh, she just says, Bravindi Regan Erbist. Oh, um, you see, we're just we're in the jungle to help a friend. Uh, she seems to have gotten sick. And that's why... We're here. Well, Nim. Yeah, we're we're traveling. This is my traveling companion. Okay. I'm Nim, by the way. Nim. A pretty name. Thank you for the flower. Emma, go ahead and uh, make an insight check. Oh, sorry, yes. Ar uh, Arcana, Arcana. I'm sorry. You can make an insight check as well. Uh, but go ahead and make your Arcana check. You want me to make an Arcana check? Uh, yeah. no, oh, just uh, uh just Allery. Allery. Yep. Okay. Uh, it doesn't seem to be. Doesn't seem to be a spell. That seems to be um, part of the giant language. After Peggy, I don't trust anyone who starts talking outside of normal conversation. I'm gonna fuck this lady. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> silence just so I can stop them from doing. No. Well, I'm. I am not a. I'm not proficient in the ways of medicine of the small folk. Nor am I a shaman. I am a warrior. I have the basics in wilderness and wildland survival, but in searching for a healer, as I apologize, I do not think I can help. That's alright. Uh, wasn't expecting random strangers in the jungle to help us. So I was just. Also, wasn't expecting all this ice. This is beautiful, though, man. This is beautiful, indeed. You should see the savage north, but the true north. In Icewind Dale, and in, at the spine of the world, the home of my kin. It's beautiful. Perhaps well, I can show you... Well, if like you describe it to be, I'm sure it's beautiful. Perhaps Valerie someday you can see the sights of the north. The true north. Hopefully. Oh, that would be lovely. And the aurora that oh. permeates the sky in the evening. Very beautiful. Pain. 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 <laughs> well, that's, that's just lovely. I figure you'll be traveling south uh, in search of the ring. 
If you are also in search of the ring and wish to help me reclaim the ring, and at this, <laughs> Elena just and kind of looks at Allery, which is as if you're seeking to reclaim the ring and would like to become champions of giant kinds. An interesting oh proposition I make for you. Very few small folk get to claim an ally of the Frost Giants. But Thera knows better. Thera knows best. After all, look where we are and look what we have found. Thera will rise to the top of Frost Giant Kinds and elevate her kin to the top of the Ordning. Allery is going to roll quick to Elena, like, we need to get out there, don't we? No, 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 no. I swear. <laughs> no, don't, don't. Wait till she falls asleep. I swear to God, if you guys come out. You can interact with this conversation, Trey. I'm gonna cast minor. Uh, is she far enough that she wouldn't be able to hear a whisper, like, near uh, Allery? If I, like, use minor illusion to create a whisper? I do first need Elena to respond, what Elena thinks if we should head out or not. Elena, uh, Elena says, I don't know if you want to fight the giant, but we certainly can't let her have the ring. We need to deliver the ring to the Dreadlord. We could let her go on ahead and die in the sake of her... what she's doing. You think that Maybe the axe person is a much... a rex person is a much stronger opponent than she? Uh, Arctis yes. Climber, you mean? Yes. Just something to think about, though. Having Wouldn't having frost giant allies be a good thing? That's what I'm saying. But the problem is, she wants the ring. And we need the ring. And also, Yeah, but we need it to for our own gain. But if the frost giants are our allies, then the frost they are can help the us. Ocean. You know? She's probably just on her own. The frost giants, the rest of them are across an ocean to the north of Faerun. It's you're saying like that they would much more ha rather have the ring. I was just sorry, you're saying they would rather have the aid of the giants than the ring. It'd be a dis yeah. discussion worth having. Because if if we ended up making, if we helped Thera get the ring, and um, if we ended up helping Thera get the ring, and then Thera does become like very high status in her clan because she got it back, then we could probably get the Frost Giants to align with the Zentarum, which would be a very good ally to have. But would they give the ring? But the better question is, would are we in a position where we could make foster that deal and then have the Dread the Dreadlord, right? That's what we call them. Have the Dreadlord accept this this deal. Like would they consider that something they'd want? They were talking about just having it just so that their dragon rider could have it. Just to yeah. have it. It well, wasn't like a, like a bargaining chip they wanted. It was an actual, like, they want the power of the ring. So is having the frost giants instead an equivalent exchange for them? I think it could be, because giants are very powerful, right? Yeah. And frost giants are one of the more powerful types of giants in the game. The Twitch stream is getting a crash course on improvisation <laughs> and how to quickly upload maps. <laughs> oh no! Lovely. But anyway, but yeah, go ahead. So, but so 
that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know what Elena would think of that. Because, I mean, she yeah, is kind of our boss. Elena is our source, best source of, like, what the Zentarum would want in a situation. So yeah. We're all so, do you think you could relay kind of that to Elena? So that... Yeah, technically you could also talk to Elena if I, you just said, hey, will you get Elena's attention or whatever, but, because Elena has the same ability I do. Um, oh, yeah, so. Yeah, so technically you can always talk to Elena in that way, but you would have to get her to start it, because she has to start the conversation in order for you to Is start. anybody saying anything to Nim and... Yeah, yeah um, Mallory will tell Nim and Tri Nim or Tri will tell Nim. It's like, mention that you have friends back at a camp a ways away. So that if we appear, it does not come off untoward. She doesn't seem violent, but we don't want to surprise her. Uh, just in case, so that you guys can like have that. Like, we do have some friends. We do have some traveling companions. They're ways away, but that way we can, if we do need to come out to mm -hmm. join y'all, we can, and it's not gonna scare her. And you guys don't look like you're lying. You can say, yeah, just just the two of us were exploring. Um, but I, I kind of understand what you're saying, although that makes sense. Yeah. It's but so, uh, what does Elena think of that, Essie? Um, are you communicating with her telepathically? Yeah. Like, I, like, get her, like, attention first and, like, try to get her. Yeah. <laughs> so, communicating with her telepathically, she will just reply, The Dreadlord wants the ring. The Dreadlord gets the ring. Fucking god, you bloody puppet. Yeah. Beautiful big lady. Oh, Alright. I definitely don't want to fight her. Yeah. I do not yeah. either. Here's what I'm thinking, right? We just let her go. Yeah. Right? Go have your go do your thing. Um, we know where the ring kind of is now. To the south. Yeah, so we kind of know what like general area it is. Um, if we wanna just like keep going. I mean, I hate to say it, but she might die on this quest. She either dies on this quest, or she doesn't, and then gets it. And then gets it, and then we have to fight her. Okay. So then we don't have to fight the magic man. We just have to fight a frost giant. Yeah. Uh, so we, so we'll we probably only have to fight one or the other. We know she's now an agent of this, and that she's doing stuff here. And she's clearly trying to get allies, right? But you guys yes. don't have to lie yourself with her. You can say, sorry, this isn't, like, something we can do. Well, she's, she's gonna say, she's she's gonna say, if you are a hunting Arctis climber, it seems as if our goals align, at least for now. Trey's just gonna look at Nim. Uh, um, we have... Elena just... We have... <sighs> we, we have some friends, actually, back at camp a little ways away. Um, they're, they're a bit away, though. Um, and we would have to consult with them about making any sort of allyship, but surely you understand. If you are looking for protection in the camp, I can certainly serve as a watch. If our goals do align, I would be happy to travel with you in the hunt for this rat arctis climber. We can smash him together! Ooh, and then betray her. Ooh. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, my second option was that we could betray her, but she seems really nice. I'd rather her go 
She, yeah. she is Again, very we, sweet. We have, to, we have to consult our friends, but, uh, the words smash together. Just she she kind of leans over to, to, to Nim and says, For a small folk, you are very beautiful. Nim constantly getting pussy. I love it. That, <laughs> that means so much coming from someone as exquisite as you are. Exquisite. Um, Flattery will get you most places, but again, giant, yeah, si small folk. Yeah, yeah. Logistically, yeah. it presents some problems. Logistically, how? However, Nim just stands there smiling. <laughs> I do prefer the company of a more feminine presence. Damn. Um, I would like to, uh, like, inside check her on the thing of offering to protect us. Sure. Like, specifically on that. Sure. Go ahead, inside check. Oh, uh, she seems, honestly, though, she seems pretty straightforward. All things considered. Well, I do, I'm sure we do uh, appreciate the offer. Will you be staying around the area? Specifically, he just points to the campfire and sh shrugs. This is, this is a good place to stay for the evening for me. It is very comfortable, similar to where I come from. And she just kind of takes the time to adjust her hair and make sure it's still looking good and just... Well, how about this? We head back towards the camp, where we can talk with our group, discuss um, with our companions, and then we, we will can get come back and in the talk morning. to you. Perhaps once we're all rested. That is agreeable. Remember, I will elevate you, the first of the small folk, amongst the top tier of small folk heroes and allies this will be unprecedented it will be legends heroes for returning the ring of winter is she saying that her the status she would gain by returning this ring would allow her to like pretty much yes uh so so go ahead and make a history check and then anyone else that's proficient in history i would also like you to roll a history check as well i'm proficient oh 18. Okay, uh... I'm yeah, so, not proficient in history, but, so Well, well you, can, you can make the initial roll for asking the question. Ooh, okay. Um, okay, Allery. The, the ordning is... is the status cast of giants. It is... What separates the cloud giants from the storm giants? The storm giants being at the top of the tier, followed by the cloud giants. And then I believe the frost giants, stone giants, and hill giants. Uh, the, she is speaking of uh, the time of the ordning, or the, the new ordning, um, uh, or whatever she's saying, there seems to be something happening in... Uh, giant society related to the ordning that is curious and concerning if she is trying to elevate herself to a different position that is unheard of in giant kind 
they have a very very rigid caste system now she's speaking of the all-father and of the mother the deities of both the Uthgard tribes to the north the vikings and of the giants uh norse mythology essentially and it's very interesting and she's speaking about some kind of revolution happening in giant society some kind of shattering of the status quo uh and being out here so far to the south willing to put herself at risk to make uh, alliances something big is happening pun intended uh something <laughs> curious that elena seems to be very single-minded in her focus um, of completing her mission for the Zentarum, but Thera Permafrost seems to be a, sort of a pioneer amongst giant kind as far as making her way all the way down into the jungle, especially for a frost giant. But something, is ha something seems to be happening in giant society. With all your insight checks, concerned, curious about what exactly is happening. Seems legitimate enough. I boy, how will I react? Um, okay, so our plan though is to go back to camp, talk about it tonight, and then maybe return tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we should be good to do that. I I kind of do like a curtsy at her, and I go, "Then we will talk to you tomorrow." She just kind of like twirls the, the one braid of golden hair, and you're such a lesbian. I love you. <laughs> uh, and just. I would prefer it if we could talk more tonight, of course, but I can wait until tomorrow. Nim looks at Shrek! Nim? Yes. Let's head back to camp. Okay. He's just gonna kind of nod at the giantess and just wait for Nim to start walking away. Okay. Don't keep me waiting to too long. I, I will try not to keep you waiting too long. And then Nim has, you know, <laughs> turns and walks away. Okay. Oh, Trey, Trey is fully, like, as, as like, they're walking away, Trey's just holding his forehead like, gods, 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 Just over and over and over again. We've got to fuck this giant. Rory. How? Rory, you absolutely got to the giant. <laughs> you guys I love that. Climber like a tree. Oh my god. Essie, for, for our sake, please tell us how big a giant is. Aren't they like 12 feet? Uh, she's about 10 and a half feet tall. You can stand on my shoulders. She is twice the size. Whale sex? How you need a third person? Jail. All of you, jail. All of you are in jail. It's kind of like how Donkey from Shrek and the Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was able to do it. You cannot tell me that Donkey was not a bard. Aspie, you have to let Rory fuck this giantess right now. If, if. If half of you don't kill her first, it's a possibility. <laughs> if we don't want to kill her, but like if she... you don't kill the giant, I can get some frozen puss. <laughs> I would absolutely... uh, Nim, go ahead and give yourself DM inspiration for making me laugh. 
That's amazing. Well played. Oh, I don't like any of this. Well, Elena. Yes. <laughs> we need the ring. We can't, like, make a deal, try to figure out a way. I mean, we could be potentially putting the next giant queen on the throne here. By we could her be making a really big alliance with the, for the <laughs> one. You know? One, one of you make a persuasion check at advantage. I probably... Okay, at advantage. Uh, I have a three for persuasion. Is it between me and Reese? Yes. Yeah. Do you want I have to give a advantage? Yeah, I'll give you advantage. Is your okay. your bonus higher than mine? I have a plus four. Okay. Yeah. So you can go I'll ahead give and roll you advantage. persuasion. Allery. Okay. Okay. Twenty three. She just kind of crosses her arms on the way back to camp and just fuck my life. No. I I suppose we could just. Oh. Fuck. I mean, worst case scenario, right? The Zentarum gets a little bigger, we go get the ring back from the giants, right? I mean, we know where it is. Let's... Let's work with the giant for now. We can see how the road progresses and what happens when we get to Arctis Clamor. I think that having allies along the way will be useful. And when you're all a bit more seasoned, when we've had some more time and experience under our belt, perhaps we can cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm reluctant, but for now, I can't see any harm in a temporary allegiance. Can we After send the missive up the chain? Asking about a potential alliance with the Frost Giants? Let's make it through the night first before we start sending missives about abandoning the Dreadlord's quest for the Ring of Winter, yes? That's fair. And then we can revisit it again tomorrow. Right, we get our snake back soon? Hopefully. Yes. We literally just sent it out in the morning, though, so it might be like a day or two. That's actually probably very accurate. The... Beatrix will probably not return until tomorrow morning or the morning after, but in the meantime, we have Daria, and she just kind of snaps her fingers, and you hear that from the woods as Daria kind of just emerges and squeaks, and the small compy just... I I was mostly meaning just in case we needed to send another missive. We will have the ability to do that. Well, I think that waiting for Beatrix to return would give us enough time to just kind of feel out this giantess um i think I for would some love of us to help feel out that giant I, I bet you would you know you beat me well before you do elena says you know you beat me to the pun nim i was exactly going I, to I say would. that that some of you may be more inclined to feel out the giant than others it seems despite the fact that well she is a giant and I am not. You try. I'm not going to. I'm not going to question your preferences, but I will say it's interesting, to say the least. I fully sling my arm around Nim's shoulder, like, all right, Nim, <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> I certainly wish you luck. Uh, I, I 
logistically, I think a giantess is more feasible. So if your preferences align, I wish you the best. Is, is this you telling us that she's a bottom? <laughs> what? Jinim is a switch. No, no I'll say it. No, Aaron. I thought she was saying that the giantess was a bottom by saying she's more peaceful. No, I, th I, I think she's implying that, that logistically... Giant! Male giants! <laughs> yes, yeah, something along those lines. You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> you know, I just, I just had this conversation, and luckily, Dude, the, con the gossip in Nim and Reese's tent tonight is gonna. You had to. I just had a logistical conversation. The gossip in Nim and Reese's tent tonight is gonna be amazing. <laughs> I, I We're gonna be drinking that Tej, like, yo. I, I did just have a logistical conversation about exactly this with uh, with my boyfriend earlier today, which is interesting. Luckily, we're an 18-plus stream. Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, something along the lines of... So glad of, we're an 18-plus stream. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go into detail uh, later <laughs> off the stream, mm -hmm. because still, even then... Uh, we don't want to cross too many lines here. Right. That's why right. I was like, appendage was the best word to describe. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, we're talking, like, talking about, talking about, well, no, no, talking about lesbian giants, talking about the logistics of, of, yeah. of lesbian giants. Tell me more. Tree um, <laughs> um, kind of wants to. How big are them? Um, <laughs> 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 Think of how big that mouth is, though. Oh my god. How big that tongue is, though. <laughs> Go to jail. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about. You're in jail. No, for you're anyone just joining us on the stream, they're talking about this lady. Thera Permafrost, who they just met, who's <laughs> waiting, waiting at the Arctis Climber Camp 10 minutes to the north, and who has a budding, budding romance option with our bard. Can I actually bonk oh. him with like the flat side of the of the Sure. Bottom? Yeah, it's, just yeah. bonk. <laughs> no damage, but I'm yes. Bonking. I hate it's that you guys so flustered you drop stuff. What are you doing? Why'd we switch um, back to the ice? I was oh, just showing the stream. To look at the lovely lady. Yes. To, um, to look at Thera um, Permafrost again. So, uh, Selita uh, just kind of, what's in the name of the gods are you all talking about? Don't you worry about it. Oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> Allery's uh -huh. gonna be like, that is a conversation that best caught up with your bunkmate, I think. It's time for bed, right? I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, dude. I am running on fumes right now. I think it's time for Well, as you all set up camp for the well camp has basically already been set up you spent the first half an hour to an hour or so as you were investigating setting up camp and then hella and selita uh really put the finishing touches on the camp as well so <laughs> you are ready we, like arrive at a campsite and then we're like the five of us are like all right we're gonna fuck off and then we just leave the navigators to like put everything well oh. oh, i i think within the first 20 minutes or so you all kind of began uh as you were unloading and it was still raining you began to set up the tents you took about half an hour 20 minutes to to set up the 
base of the campsite and then after about 20 to 30 minutes or so then you set out to investigate this icy camp so i would like to before, know who's... before everybody like splits off for the night and yes. looks at the group that ever that had just you know gone and was like i took initiative on that you're welcome <laughs> hey i'm very glad you are not a lovely white paste on the snow Nim. I took a chance and it worked out. Dune says, honestly, I'm just really fucking jealous. I have to take a chance on being stuck in my head for freaking Mamma Mia now. <laughs> take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. So, um, who is taking the. Mama, I'm actually going to have a crisis. <laughs> Who's taking the first watch? Very best. <laughs> <laughs> now now that we have become a. a, a giant x a giant a giantess x humanoid <laughs> smut channel <laughs> who is taking the first watch for the evening not me i did terrible last time Allery. Right. <laughs> okay yeah i feel like nim and reese will go on the next watch probably all right so Allery and Trey. Cool with you Rory. yeah yeah Sorry, did I need to verbally say yes? <laughs> okay. All right, so I gotta fix the camera. So we're taking again. second watch, right? Yes, this is fine. I haven't been waiting two weeks for this. Ooh. All right, so I'm all flustered, y'all. <laughs> As you all retire to your respective tents <laughs> after your encounter with the giantess. Sexy lady. Yes. Trey and Allery, right? For first watch? Yep. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I know I had to ask that three times. I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. Trey and Allery take first watch in the evening as the clouds from the rain that had fallen for most of the day eventually completely dissipate. And you are left with clear evening skies, beautiful starlight and moonlight, and a near full moon, and this eerie calm, if not a cool breeze. Blows through the wind. I need you both. I need you both to either make perception checks, or one of you can make it at advantage for your first watch. What's your, what's your bonus? Um, at plus two. Same. Want to make individuals? Yeah, sure. Okay, so go ahead and both uh, make individuals. Okay. Fourteen and seventeen. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nothing seems to catch your eye other than the movement and the sound of the giant. Who giants, in their own way, are intimidating enough to most predators that most predators will stay away, given the size. And it's, I think most predators normally are curious about humanoids anyway, but being a little, uh, 10 feet tall. 10 or 11 feet tall is certainly an advantage. Now, other than that, you don't sense anything out of the ordinary. And as you kind of lock eyes and make eye contact, given that you had, oh, hadn't really had the chance contact. to follow up after your spiritual battle and test of faith in Vecna's Flying Fortress, will certainly be an interesting conversation for the two of you if you choose to speak. But at that we're going to take our 10-minute break. 
<laughs> and we will return. At... Yes. So for everyone in the server, for everyone that has been joining us in the stream, we're going to take a 10 minute break. We'll be back here at 11.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, feel free to get a drink, stretch your legs, get a snack. Thank you so much for hanging out with us so far. Um, ooh, Enola, Enola MI, hello. You caught us just for break time. So uh, we're about the halfway mark of the campaign for the evening. We're going to return in about 10 minutes, so 11.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to return with Trey and Allery discussing their... Uh, on first watch, after meeting the giantess, the frost giant Vera Permafrost, whose goals in eliminating Arctis Climber, the rogue human who had made off with this giant relic. In the middle of the jungle, though, of all places, meeting this frost giant where our bard has had a burgeoning romance <laughs> option with the giant the giant lady we're going to return uh, in 10 minutes so uh stay tuned for that and uh there is also your d100 roll of 100 that we have not yet addressed which we will uh we will upon our return so at 11 55 yes we'll oh, continue no. i thought that, that was the frost thing oh, no. um <laughs> So we get through this conversation quick. Yes. <laughs> so we will continue at that time. So again, everyone, uh, grab a drink, stretch your legs, uh, take a bio break, whatever you need to do, and we will be back uh, at again eleven fifty-five Eastern Standard Time. So ten nine minutes. All right. That's that's so evil. Sharpening blades and consuming good berries. Be right <laughs> back. <Sharpening blades. laughs> mute and mute.
Also, I'm going to unmute now. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. I'm gonna unmute. Return to... Yes, we are. Yeah, Object just... size. Also, my roommate might be watching. Um, my roommate might be watching the rest of the stream. So, welcome. Is Nick here? Does anyone know if Nick is in the stream? Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen them say anything in a yeah. while, but Nick. I know Talk the other Gabe the is Discord here. If you are here, <laughs> I know the other Gabe is in here because I was texting. Because <clears throat> we love you. Yeah, wow. we want we want you here with us. <laughs> As you all <clears throat> find sleep for the evening, <laughs> Trey and Allery. You find yourselves alone together on watch, the first time since your cosmic incident. Your watches have been uneventful so far. What do you do and or say to each other? Allery is throwing pebbles into the fire occasionally. Okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I know that giantess thing? Crazy. Who knew we'd run into one of those here? Gonna take off his helmet, place it beside him. Sarah Valerie. The giantess is what you're. Why are you like this? Oh, that is such a big question. I don't even know how to begin to answer that. Please narrow your question down. Oh, fuck. Well, for starters. Want to talk about how the whole what's her name? Minogra? Minogra, yes. Minogra thing? Uh, One of the great old ones. Ah. I wasn't always, you know, so a uh, soldier person. Never was really into that. I used to be a very weak person. Did my own thing, you know. Traveled around, did my work. Uh, one day. My little caravan was hit by some bandits. Yeah, they took something from me and uh, tried to kill me, and I made a deal I could not refuse. Caravan? <clears throat> hmm? You traveled in a caravan? Ah, it was mostly just a work caravan. Anywhere you could find work, you kind of all traveled together. Fields, mines, anything. Fair enough. Well, have, did you ever try find the people who attempted to kill you? Um, you don't have to worry about them anymore. Ah, so I'll take it you deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> At least that. Um, you just kind of into the fire for a bit and be like, you mentioned a child. Is that a child? Child. Child. Family, I assume. Allery's gonna cast point at you. Are you really gonna ask a parent about their child? A parent? Mm. Well. Allery's gonna slowly start to pull out their toe. Do you want to know? Do you. Do you want to yeah, know? Yeah, I just hope you're not bullshitting me. Allery's gonna open up their toe, and in the front pages, you watch as the book unfolds, and there's in between slotted drawings and letters that are all done by a child that get progressively better. There's like pressed flowers, 
there's like very horrid writing on letters as they fold open. It all just kind of like folds open as they open. And it's the same one that they use through their spell books. It's like the first half is all this journal stuff. The second half has like their spell terms. So they flip open to like one of the first pages and they flip open a drawing. And it's like of this horrendous set of stick figures and like block shapes. And Allery actually uses it. Allery's like, this is my child, Espe. The greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Love them. They are my pride and joy. My favorite thing in the world is this child. All right? Favorite thing in the world. Only thing I hold on to in this world. If anything happens to this child, I have nothing left to live for. Can I make... I gotcha. I wasn't aware of your parents. If anything happens to this child, I would have nothing to keep me tied here and nothing to keep me good. Any semblance of good. Now he's got to put it back in the journal. Although yeah. that does make me wonder where are they right now? Safe. Safe. With a friend. Or a friend of my late wife. But a friend. A wife. Okay, there is a lot I'm gonna know about you, friend. Yes. Why would I tell you? I didn't trust you. I trust you now. Ah, right. What are uh gonna kind of think to himself? So mugged, killed, parents, wife. Allery will reach up and like lift up the locket. Wife. Makes sense. Anything else you would like to share your to your dear friend, potentially cosmic war criminals with? It entirely depends, friend. What have you got up your sleeve? A past mother, so sorry about that. A deal? Or a vengeance plan against some people who hurt her? What else is floating around in that traumatized brain of yours? You're just gonna, like, laugh and then, like, snap a twig and throw it into the fire. You know, keep it going. And just be like, well, so you know about my... Little mother, I don't know how much I said, honestly. Uh, but we have dead mother, bastards who killed her, murdered pretty much a heavy majority of my tribe. So you can understand why I'm so hell-bent on getting some semblance of revenge. Left my father behind to help with the tribe. Set off to go find the cunts. Ended up getting trapped in slavery, uh, forced to work, and he's just gonna, gonna stretch his arms a bit, and like the metal plates on his, like his arm is gonna fang, and it's gonna have like deep, kind of scarring around his wrists. That fucking camp. What? The camp when they tied you up? Did they do that? No. Uh, this was other. People, if you can call them people, which is why you can imagine I wasn't having a great time at the camp. But thankfully, Risa, I'm not entirely sure how she managed to get them to undo my bindings, but it still wasn't a good night for me. But anyways, after that- oh wait, oh! 
Oh god, I didn't even mention the chunk of it. He's gonna kind of lift his cape and take out the book. Be like, so this bad boy. Kind of. Oh yes, please tell me about the bad boy that transported us not only across dimensions, but into your god's world and pissed my god off. Right, so you know Daryl got uh hi mother. It's kind of a very tragic story where my mother's mother was an adventurer of the sort. Um who came across this book. She gained great fortune, made a good name for herself with the Heather Glow name. And he's gonna kind of uh, twitch his pinky and he's gonna have the like a family ring with like a family crest on it. Um, eventually she settled down in the States, had my mother, to which promptly Wizards um, kind of made their way through and try to kill everything in order to get the book back. Well, their old granny, who I never met, kind of put my mother on a horse, gave her the book, gave her a note, slapped the horse in the ass, and off she was. Somehow she found her way, found herself in field mountain, not entirely sure, and met by a group of orcs. Uh, you weren't very trustful, talking about spies and everything. Apparently, uh, my father was intrigued and vouched for her, I'm not entirely sure. You know how people are when stuff like that happens, he kind of likes... I happened. Uh, not entirely... A common thing, a orc and a tiefling. Certainly more common than a giantess and a human. I'm not entirely sure about that, honestly. The amount of things I have heard. Anyway, <laughs> which I never did from just scum in general. Uh, if not, if not in reality, then at least some sort of fantasy fiction he's just gonna like kind of like ew <laughs> he's gonna go like ew ew <laughs> like very uncomfortable well yes uh i was born uh my parents try to give me a decent childhood he's gonna like kind of slump backward and just kind of just casually just like venting um decent childhood oh, sure i was bullied because of the horse that somehow just keep getting bigger right now i'm kind of glad my mother added the whole extra space because he's growing apparently uh he would have probably like most likely uh, realized that his horns have been like very slowly getting bigger <laughs> uh just like like by a few inches um well and i got to the prime age of 19 my mother deemed it fit to pass down the family burden and just took me from the camp, set me out in a field, gave me the book and the holy symbol of the shadow and just kind of said, well kid, family's fucked up, uh, people are gonna try kill you for this, don't open the book, 
example of this, there was like a really nice note from my grandmother in it. That my grandmother gave my mother all that kind of shit. Shortly later, soon enough, you know, history repeats itself. Camp was invaded, people murdered for no reason of the fucking book. And I was sent off after having watched my mother get killed. Uh, try to fight my way through to protect the, what I could. And yeah, this shit happened. Got enslaved, escaped, the shadow somehow helped me uh, get back on my feet. And shortly after, uh, leading in fires, people found me and kind of saved me, let's be yeah, so good at that. They always find the people who are hurt and then they like bring them back. Um, yeah. Emma will be right back. I can still hear you though. Okay. And I'll let Emily know if there's anything that Allery needs to say. I have to leave for that for a second. So, um, keep going. Yeah. Uh, it's strange. It's almost like people like to take advantage of those who have been hurt to fight for them. And he's just gonna look over at Emily in his tent. Like, ugh. What can one do? All right. <clears throat> All right. Who's up for the next watch? I wanted to ask Valerie something else. <laughs> Y'all been talking for a while already. You can, you can ask Valerie something. Well, uh, since I um, unleashed my coffer of family and everything, tell me more about your parents or growing up. Things of the sort. Also, who's up for the next watch, by the way? Uh, that would be Nim and Reese. Nim and Reese, okay. And Valerie, are you still here? I know you said you can hear, but I want to make sure that's what they said, right? Okay, so go ahead, Gabe. She needs a minute. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well, uh, in any case, uh, Queen Kaya, Sighelm, Lost Gamer, Dracula. Absolute 20 pod. Thank you everyone so much for hanging out with us, coming to hang out. Welcome cool. raiders. Yeah, we got a little bit of a raiding party going on. <laughs> I saw that happening. Welcome I'm raiders. I'm I was very content to just kind of create this NPC in the background that was going on. So for anyone that's watching uh secret DM stuff <laughs> that's happening. Oh, let me fix the camera real quick. So go ahead, uh Trey, continue. I gotta put my uh, camera back on, so Yeah, uh that will fix the cameras. Look toward Valerie and be like, I am curious to learn more about your offering and who you are and things like that. You know, since we shared that uh, experience, it was an experience for sure. Since we shared that, it might be helpful to know each other more. And uh, of course, there's also the fact what the fuck are we gonna tell the others? I am foretelling them honestly what happened, just because you're going to be traveling. It's a good question. That was an interesting experience you had in Vecna's Flying Fortress. That ah. spiritual experience. I want you to know, Essie, we can see those personality trait ideal bond and flaw roles. That's fine. I'll take care of it after. <laughs> okay. It's, Sorry. Uh, yes. So you asked about Allery what... Like, uh, childhood and uh, parents. Uh, Alfred just shrugs. I uh, never knew my parents. Grew up on the streets. 
didn't want that for my child or ever again really uh as far as what we're going to tell the others about what we went through is that what your second question was yes I'm not an open person, Trey. I've noticed. <laughs> I have like, noticed. You're the only one who knows I actually have a child and that I don't just give gifts to children. <laughs> Granted, that would be rather creepy. creepy. Why? Children are so lovely. You can just give them things. They love it. Give them shiny things. They love it. Look at Allery. I'm not sure. Maybe orcs just treat kids differently, I guess. I'm not entirely sure how humans go with it. Humans. Um, no, I honestly think it would be best... Best... Uh, if we kept most of what happened to ourselves. You know? I do like this group, and I think they're just fine and trustworthy, but here's my... Here's my thinking. Uh, if we tell them that we are agents of cosmic war, the likes of yep. which will end the reality <laughs> as they know it, they might have a bit of a problem with us. Bit of an issue, I think, for most people. <laughs> well, as we said, the yeah. title, by the way, for anyone just joining us, that is Trey down here by the fire. I was setting up a NPC courtesy of the D100 100 days roll. So we have a uh, Trey, who's our half-orc boy here, and Allery, right here by the fire on first watch. So go ahead, you two. Uh, see, I do understand, and I get the whole weariness, especially with not the best upbringing and, you know, not exactly being able to trust a lot of people. However, I... To, I am on the stance of if you're going to travel with people and protect each other and lay each other's lives on the lines, should at least be upfront for most things, no? I mean... Unless you are still hiding things that that's why you're on that, you're taking that uh, stance on the situation. Hey. There's lots of things about me that aren't very interesting or noteworthy. It would take me a year to explain everything I've been through, all the weird shit I've seen. Well, I guess it'll have to take a year. We don't have a year, friend. Hey, you don't know that. You know, the whole Vecna thing probably won't be dying anytime soon. Yeah, how- why did you choose that, of all things? Did you choose it? Did he come to you with a gift? What happened? Do you know what? I'm not entirely sure. Is it the book? Was it just a book? I woke up and all of a sudden I could fucking Eldritch Blast shit. Hmm. Uh, I have been trying to hide my Eldritch Blast. I noticed. Yeah, it was hard. Why? It was very... I was trying to make it look all fiery. I used to want to be a wizard when I was a young child. I wanted to be a wizard so bad, but wizardry is very hard to get into, and it requires so much intelligence. That is not who I am as a person. I'm a much better talker. Both Trey and Gabe relate. Um, 
right, so get it, you don't really want to tell the others a lot, but we've got to tell them at least something. Come on, honestly, at least. I think it's the best idea would be to tell them that we are gifted with power. Uh, it's the same thing for a cleric or a paladin, right? You make a little deal, you get a little magic. They probably just don't need to know that our gods want something very bad, you know? We could say our gods are warring, which is, in fact, very true. It is. Cosmic warfare. <laughs> um, so that us being kind towards one another is probably driving them both a little batty. Which is hilarious to think oh, about, so because good. we are sat here reaping the benefits. But... Yeah, until eventually they do something, I'm sure, to make us want to either give up the magic or turn on each other, but that's so exciting, isn't it? Yo. Well, whatever the fuck we do, Elena stays out of it. <laughs> Elena stays out of it? Yes. Alright. Interesting. And we're going to do fair and square, meeting on same face-to-face -to -face terms, one-on-one. -on -one. So As we should. Telling, all we're telling the others is, book do magic shit, and deities warring, and we just can do cool shit now. Yeah. Gotcha. What could go wrong? I mean, you can also say the thing where you uh, gave a gave a little offering to one of your deities' aspects, and for some reason it gave you the ability to raise the dead, which is what happened back at the camp. Because um, they probably want to know that. But... Right, right, right. Yeah, that's something we want to know. Yeah. See, my, yeah. my deity let me speak into other people's heads, and it's very fun. Uh, but not at all dangerous. See, depends on your uh, understanding of fun. Now, wreaking chaos, and, you know, making the people you hate the most, who you just, you know, slaughtered, fight for you is quite fun and amusing to think about. Yes, that was the start of the stream, by the way. Everyone just joining us. The... Uh, Trey decided to use his newfound blessing to raise the fallen Order of the Gauntlet soldiers in the midst of a miniature civil war clash between the birth of two new factions. funeral <laughs> pyre. Yes. <laughs> Desecrating the funeral pyre in a way. Cosmic war on crimes. Accident. On accident. On accident. Well, that's more of a more yeah, tangible war crime. Cosmic war crimes. Fine. Yes. Fine. <laughs> uh, well, tonight has surely been. Would you like to read with me some of the letters Esther wrote? They are adorable. Oh, she does absolutely. get better. Absolutely. And I'd like us to pass the rest of our watch looking through the drawings and letters that I have from my child. Uh and showing some of the pressed flowers that they've given me and stuff like that. Okay. That's so cute. It's so wholesome. You didn't think Allery was wholesome. No. I, I do know Allery be hiding shit. <laughs> Allery has to protect her child. Alright, so think, yeah. the rest of your watch passes without an issue. And whoever, as you eventually return to your bunks and rouse the next watch, after sharing- I would like to set an alarm before we go to bed. 
Okay, alright, so you take the time. Silver thread and everything? Yeah. Alright, so you take the time to spread the silver thread in a line along the outside of the camp, setting up your alarm spell, delicately positioning the side of the wires. So I think I could only do it inside our tent. Ah, okay, alright. So we'll keep it inside, we'll keep it on the exterior of your tent at least. Yeah. So Weber is taking the second watch for the evening after that lovely interaction and thank you uh we're gonna go ahead and have you step out for watch and uh yeah so that is reese and who else nem okay all right so i need both of you to make perception checks for me please um do you want to give me advantage what's your modifier again four yeah i'll give you Mine is a three. Do you think we should both just roll, or should I give you a dead? Two. Just both roll. Don't make me make decisions. Just both roll. I made the decision for y'all. Alright, yeah, let's just both. Yours is better. (laughs) Okay. Yours is four points better. Alright. Probably my karmic debt for rolling like so many nat ones in my Friday game. So. The interesting thing about the 100 on your percentile dice roll. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the boy. interesting thing about that. How did that I know it was going to be us? Is that, like that your. The 100, as written in the module version that we're using, is defaults to encounters and Tarum allies. But obviously, being a Zentarum aligned party, the Crystal Coven Chimeras, having Hella Hackenstone and having Elena with you, Viper Elena, or Viper Grade 2 Elena, I should say, it defaults to something a little bit different. So, Reese, as the two of you just gaze out into the forest, how do you talk to each other what do, what what is the conversation that comes to mind or Where? are you just enjoying the silence by i think the you're burning probably gossiping fire? about the frost um, giant the frost gossiping giant about the frost giant yeah okay all right so if there's nothing specific and it's just about your new love interest I'm going to say that <laughs> the area around you seems to grow darker. And you can see the stars and the moon in the sky, as you always have. But something isn't quite right. You hear in the distance, like just the faintest hint of electricity, sparks as the night seems to grow slightly darker. What do you do? Um, did you I see know, I know. Oh. oh, I just... I just said, uh, did you see that? <laughs> I know I'm not, Orbit. like, pretty blind here, but, uh, did it just kind of... Did it get a little darker? I think it got a little darker. Do you hear that's that weird, right? buzzing? It's like electricity? What is that? 
Is that not the insects? <laughs> Electrical insects. Electric insects. I don't know what kind of insects are around here. I mean, true. I need... Just double check on the... <laughs> We're gonna have PTSD for some of you that are in multiple groups. Aaron, please no. Oh no. Okay, yeah, I need everyone at disadvantage, <laughs> except for oh. Reese and Nim, who get to make the rolls as standard rolls. I need everyone to make wisdom saving throws. And we're just rolling them standard? You're just rolling them standard. I think... Aaron, you are so evil. I'm no. trying to figure out, y'all. Am I gonna use my inspiration that I just gained from the use DM? Please, please, please. If okay. you would like to, yes. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Alright, so that is a 21. Okay. Alright. So that would be a standard... Well... So, Allery, so 17. Alright. Alright. I hope 17 saves from whatever this is, because okay. if not, we're dead. Alright. Guess who it is. Oh, I hate this. No. No! <laughs> well, uh, it's a nice thing that I had that inspiration sitting there for that joke Thanks. earlier. Oh. Well, good knowing you, Reese. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You... Yeah. Oh no. You hear a voice. I straight up rolled a natural one. I'm so pressed. You hear a voice from the woods or from the jungle. That. And I will say that. Nim, you succeed. You hear a voice from the jungle. This is interesting. Please, may we sit by the fire? And you see a heavily armored figure with pale skin and darkened eyes and kind of white scraggly hair blowing in the wind slowly emerge from the jungle. And just kind of casually walking towards the camp and Reese. You think this would be a fantastic idea. You immediately think, huh, new allies. As this man, you can see the token now, just slowly begins to approach the camp. Odd fuck. Lovely sure. night for a fire, isn't it? Friend. How, how far away is the frost giantess from where we are? Like how many feet? About, ooh, about 10 minutes, I would say. Okay. Yeah, a few hundred feet at least. Yeah. And then you see another paler woman Man, emerge from... Sending at this point. Another woman in heavy armor kind of clanks out of the jungle with a shield in her left hand and a nasty-looking longsword in her right and says... This is the Chimera, she says, this is the Chimera's camp. This is 
bit shoddy, isn't it? And just kind of falls in behind this white-haired figure. She also has silvered hair, and you can see this kind of stylized lion on her shield, and she kind of slowly drags the blade kind of just a few centimeters from the ground and kind of taps it and kind of plays with it in her hands. Slowly you're joined by another heavily armored figure, slowly emerging, noticing the course of conversation from the woods. Woman with silver hair and plate armor with a silvered braid, kind of uh, a single silver braided knot falling to the back of her armor, and one great sword just kind of slumped over her shoulder with one hand. And she just kind of grins and looks around and just says, Did it work? And the man in front says, I think so, so far, so good. She says, wonderful. So we're to join you by the fire, then? Yes, of course. You see another figure slowly emerge from the shadows to the right. Long crimson cape kind of billowing in the wind with this rather nasty-looking spear in his hands. Kind of platinum blonde hair and plate armor just emerging from the woods. And just kind of gazing about the camp. Huh. Beautiful day for a fire. And just kind of slowly approaches the fire and looks at Nim and Reese and smiles. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Nim? They're just making their way out of the jungle. One by one. Uh, I'm gonna Nim's roll just stealth gonna be like... here. Nims, uh, can I read the situation to be if it would be best to play along to the, like, what Reese is doing? Make a perception check. <laughs> Oof. That's a natural 20. Well, let's make a perception check here to see. Yep. Okay. So, let me go on to the GM layer here. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh, oh no. god. And I'll just, so y'all on the stream can see kind of just. Yeah, okay. Alright. What? You have to roll a hundred, gay? Another woman slowly emerges from the far side. With kind of a stylized undercut kind of swept over to one side, slightly curly hair. She just kind of slowly emerges and grins, and also from this side, looks just over to her left for a second, and then scans the camp as they all just slowly approach the fire. I'm going to start sharing some images here from who you can see. All right, that's the woman with the great sword slumped over her shoulder. She's hot. And hot. then you have the... She knows the worst thing everyone in fucking Force Bray. This guy so in the front. fucking hot. Oh. And then on the right, we have this woman with the... This is the sword and board lady. All right. Hot. And then... Hot. 
Man with the flowing red cape, the billowing red cape, the cloak of billowing. <laughs> right, right here. The cloak of billowing? Are you kidding me? I hate this man so much. God. I don't know anything about him. Cloak this of billowing. This man is a tool. I know, I know he is a tool. And this woman emerging Does from the forest. Oh my god, she's hot. Oh no, she's hot. She's hot. And oh, you no, hear you hear a voice from Elena's tent. That's just Ladies and gentlemen, I seem to have found her. You know what fucking killer Elena I'm fine with that. Oh my god, no. Polita. She spilled coffee everywhere. And uh, oh. this man in the front just Oh, that was easy. Pardon us. And uh, just lovely night for a fire, indeed. And they all kind of slowly start converging over by the tent here. Oh my god, Nim, you gotta do something. I can't do anything. <laughs> you think these are just fantastic people, as you uh, you failed your wisdom saving throw, and you're just you're just happy to have company by the fire. And I'm asleep. I might have succeeded, but I'm asleep, so I can't do anything. And Rory, you gotta do something. I don't know what to do! This, this man slowly approaches up, the two of you. Else. And says, Say, you're all Crystal Coven Chimeras, yes? Uh, yes, we are. Have you considered a more lucrative form of employment? Perhaps. A different agency, a different organization, benefactor, that sort of thing. Oh, what sort of organization? Oh, I represent the interests of the Dawn Viper Concord. Ah, the Dawn Viper. I heard you had a bit of an incident with some zealots in. Camp Righteous. Terrible business. Uh, I apologize. Um, at this point, you hear a scream from inside the tent from Salida. Oh. Would oh. I be alarmed by this at all? Will we wake up? It's, it's more of a it's more of a, a it's more of a gasp of uncertainty, but I would like everyone to make a I would like every I would like everyone that's asleep to make a perception check. Standard perception check. I see. Would I would I be like concerned that like one of the fucking people in my party is screaming right now? Make an insight check <laughs> from Reese. Nope. I definitely have awake. Okay. Dune. I'm guessing I do not give any shit. Dune but... and Allery immediately spring up. And you hear the slashing of blades and the the crack of almost like uh the crack of thunder from inside. Like it's a gunshot. And Reese, you are no longer under the effect of the spell. Neither is anyone else, for that matter. I can't but you are it. all in a very precarious situation, and at the gunshot, you are all roused from your slumber. And <laughs> you hear you another... You hear a curse, you hear... Book! From Hela. 
and just kind of muffled gasps and screams from Salida. And then you hear, don't resist, darling. We're not here for you. Oh my god, no! Elena! I mean, I don't care about Elena. I don't want to help. I don't really care about any of them. I like Elena. I like them. I just. Yeah. We need Elena. Elena's our, our person. And emerging. Yeah, Elena's our fucking contact, dude. Emerging from the tent with a smoking pistol is this woman who says, Well, that was easier than I thought. Consider the job done. One more member of the Black Sun. Mark them off. Now, this is far too easy, considering the quick work we made of <laughs> Pitiful Servant of the Raven Queen back in the Serpent Hills. And this man in the front says, oh, Yes, indeed. Mission accomplished, um, everyone. I couldn't have taken them by myself. And they That's all kind of right. slowly start to emerge from the tents. So, are they only taking Elena? <laughs> Looking at Nim like, you let me just let them walk in! Oh, is Stella dead? And... Elena. Elena's dead! The man Elena's in dead. charge says, Now, who would like to consider new employment, seeing as how your previous employer is no longer of this world? You know how to bring people back? I need, like, I need, I need a few days. I think. No, oh, trust me. There's no bringing this one back. She's dead as fuck. We don't know what to do. We align ourselves with four gray no. right now. Absolutely, they're fucking awesome. Absolutely like, not. How do we get out of this situation unscathed? Allery will step forward and say, "We have no particular alignment to any one group." Well, then. Okay. Now, those are the words that... Those words are music to my ears. Let's just put it that way. Here is someone who is more than likely the leader of your group and who shows great promise. Someone who's not bound by... No. Someone who knows which way the tides can turn and who is smart enough to recognize an opportunity in the face of overwhelming and superior might. That being said, I know that you all have an important mission here in Cholt. The Soulmonger is a danger to us all. And you hear in the distance the loud rustling through of branches. And this man here says, it seems as if we have company to the north. And they all kind of slowly turn up towards where the frost giant is oh, no. and slowly kind of Don't Don't crashing through Don't. the woods that is our companion or possibly a future one we might make we have a deal we are working on with her they stop and kind of look at allery as thera where is thera as your frost giant friend just kind of slams through the last little bit of foliage and branches with her axe drawn and just I heard commotion. I Who are these people? Easy there. Possible allies. We are working on uh, something. 
and put the blade away. Make a persuasion check. Just in general. Who? Me? Who said? Who Dude said? Is not happy with how this is going. Okay. Who said put the blade away? Me. Okay. Yeah. So she slowly kind of like raises an eyebrow and slowly kind of lowers it just a bit. And Fair enough. The man with the heavy accent says, "Look at that! There's smart frost giants." And she kind of raises the axe back up just a little bit. Watch your tongue, small one, or I'll cut it out. Shove it up your ass. And the woman back Tastes here kind of giggles way. and just... <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Garrett, you should definitely consider that. And he just kind of shoots her a nasty look and looks back towards the frost giant. This man in front, my name is Jin Ishii. Lion Crown. Horse Grey. Commanding. I would like to offer you, again, as I said, employment with the Dawn Viper Concord. Consider yourselves to be paid in double for whatever you are being. whatever you are. whatever paltry sum you are being paid by the Zentarum. I assure you that we can pay you at least double. We can negotiate again in the future when the time comes to. when the time comes. We just take a time out. The fact that both Rory and Elle immediately went. <laughs> double, you say? Killed double <laughs> this woman here, I can see that you're all very intelligent people, and it would be a shame to have to have further bloodshed tonight. So, if we could all come to some sort of a mutually beneficial agreement, I think that my companions and I would be most agreeable to allow you to continue again as. Our Lion Crown had stated the most important work of finding the Soulmonger and destroying it. Our goals align with yours, but we continue to search for members of the Black Sun. That is our primary directive, unfortunately. These are terrible people responsible for the fall of Elturel. In a way. Well, um... Is there any way you would give us a little bit of time to mull this over? Well, time isn't really something we need. Time of is something course, of course. But just as a bit of insurance, our friend Damien here will need a bit of your blood. Just a small drop. Uh, you may not have my blood. A hag already has my hair. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is not negotiable. Unless... You need to take a little bit of all of our blood? Just a drop of everyone's blood. You see, our friend Damien here is a bit of an expert in tracking people, be keeping tabs on people, and call it a bit of a safeguard, considering you are technically agents of the enemy at present. Well, I mean, why is my first thought, though, just for Reese fucking saying, I don't have any blood? <laughs> well, so dumb. Of you, perhaps we can attempt to keep our status with the Zentarum. It would be very handy to have someone in the inside, no? Considering we've been promoted to what wolves at this point. Again, I am not opposed to the alliance. In fact, I'm the one that suggested it. <laughs> but uh, it, in order for us to proceed, we will just need a drop of everyone's blood. Consider it. Cut his finger and his axe again, and just 
you though. Well, this is much more of an agreeable company than some of the other parties we have encountered. If they're all your reputation as mercenaries precedes you. I'm happy to see that you are I'm happy to see that you are all agreeable. We don't need the other two. I am not agreeing to this. This is stupid. Cosmic oh. war criminals have nothing to fear. Right. Who is world. who is not N agreeing to this? I mean, Nim I'm gonna agree. I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> Nim pulls out their dagger and just gets a little bit of blood from right. so, on the finger. So, so this yeah, this guy in, in with the white hair just slowly just he has several vials. Uh, he has five individual vials and he just very good thank you and they're clear liquid and as you as a drop of each of your blood gets dropped in there um it just swirls around and creates this dark red liquid um as if the whole vial has been filled with your essence or blood just kind of slight bit of mist swirling in the vial as one by one he collects all of them and they all kind of approach dune i don't want to do it Dune, hey, darling. Just a little prick. Come on, Reese. It's just a little blood or afraid. Uh, Before I give you my blood, what is it that you expect us to do for you? Nothing yet. For now, just continue your mission and you can contact us through magical means, which I know you have the ability to do. Should you encounter any members of the Black Sun, or any high-ranking members of the Centaurum. We'd be happy to come remove them from your periphery. I don't want these people to have my blood. I'm very- I'm scarred from the hag situation. I, I do not want anyone to have- I'm already to death. My finger. And just kind of drips them very unenthusiastically. Okay, so that just leaves Reese. What will you be doing with our blood? They're gonna use it to track us. It's not that hard of a concept. Let Essie answer! No, let Essie answer! So, this man who identified himself as Damien. Damien Garrett. So, so far, as far as names, you know, Damien Garrett and Lion Crown Jin Ishii. Damien Lion says, crown? "Lion Crown." This one's on yeah. I know this one. dude with the fucking tool. <laughs> this one's on top number two on my hit list. So this uh, this guy down in the in the in the south here, Damien says, "Very easy. It's just a means for me to track you, just in case things go sour. You are, as our Lion Crown did say, agents of the enemy, technically, foreign and enemy combatants, and well." We're doing you a favor, so to say, by not killing you. I'm sure. And he kind of gestures over to the woman with the long braid. And it says, Mar Poor Marlena has been bloodthirsty for some time. And every time we seem to encounter some of these Intarim's best, so to speak, they all either turn tail and run or agree to work with us, which is beneficial. But no one's put up a fight, and she is thirsty for one. I can tell you that. So call it a bit of insurance, just in case. I kind of hold out my hand towards Nim as a gesture to get have Nim give me a dagger. 
and I prick my finger and do the smallest drop of blood ever. And you can see as he smiles, he has slightly larger than usual canines, concerningly, concerningly larger canines than the average person. And he just kind of grins and as he takes your blood and just, that will do. And they kind of start to just form up in formation. Are they oh. gonna zap out? Yes. And this woman in the back says, Oh, and uh, if you didn't know, the woman in the tent, Salida, uh, that you follow, is a Yonti, uh, is a Yonti and she works for, uh, well, you know the tale about the Yonti that ended up conquering most of Cholt and setting up an empire in the jungle, then picking off merchants and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. She is an agent of your enemy, and she has been reporting your every move back to the city of snakes, so to speak. So, have fun with your guide, Selena. Do with her as you will. I will leave uh, her judgment up to you, but she has been reporting your every move back to the lost city of Omu. Wherever it is exactly, we have yet to determine, but we have more pressing business with hunting down the Black Sun. So she has been spying on you the whole time. Just so you know. Alright, we're gonna kill Salida. What the fuck have I been telling you for what? Like, three months? Three and months? she says, consider that I've one... I've been agreeing with you this whole time. Yeah, we were disagreeing. We know she's bad. She says, consider we that one... Just for the sake of the plot. <laughs> Consider that one a freebie. Uh, again, we will leave her judgment in your capable hands, and we appreciate your cooperation as we continue to hunt down these terrible people that have done great harm to our civilization. And the man in front says, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Amalia. Amalia is one of our best speakers. Well then, there is more blood to be sated. For the evening and don't forget there is certainly a more lucrative reward and a more room at the negotiating table for you if you do find any other members of the black sun be sure to report in immediately you'll be back how to would assist we go about you doing that? what's that how would we go about doing that i can only communicate within a few yards I don't think anyone here possesses the magic that would allow us to communicate with you in that way. Oh come now, I'm sure between all I'm sure between all of you you have a sending or a message spell. Amalia And the frost giant just kind of looks at all of you and is waiting for input, but just kind of remains at the ready with her axe. Um Tree is gonna approach the giant. Uh, just ignore them and be like Mind helping us out with something. Depends on what it is. Remember how we were discussing a possible partnership? Yes. Uh, well, seems like one of our companions isn't very trustful. Uh, was wondering if you could help dispose of her. I would be happy to. Perfect. Trey's going to approach the tent. Well, Dude, Reese is already stalking over to that tent. She's at, pissed. She needs something to take out her anger at, on right now. At that, this the woman in the uh, rather, rather 
gaudy looking hat and I'll share. She's the one oh, that I shot I love her. that shot Elena in the face. She's hot. Um, oh no, so, she's hot. So she just kind of uh she just kinda of looks at all of you and says, Well, enjoy the rest of your evening, ladies and gentlemen. And just kinda of blows on her pistol. I'm sure we will meet again at some point. I look forward to it. And I look forward to it as well. And I believe there's one last point of order. And as they begin to gather together and a teleport spell begins to be cast by this woman in the back, who is now identified as Amalia. She begins to wave her hands and cast and trace arcane runes above her. The party begins to glow slightly. These six in the middle just with this kind of faint bluish light. The lion crown at the center just says, Oh, right, and if you value the safety of your daughter, I think you would consider or strongly consider an alliance with us. Oh, hell no. We can certainly keep her safe and secure. Besides, the Centaurum are dangerous people. You don't want her growing up in the wrong crowd, do you? And they slowly begin to just slowly fizzle out. She'll be much happier under the protection of the Dawn Viper Concord. And they just... <laughs> just like that. I'm so pissed off! They're gone. I just imagine just getting attached to the idea of Allery's child over like a few hours of like looking through notes and Trey would take that personally as well. Also, um, do we get any spell spots in this uh, short amount of time we slept? Nope. Hmm. I want to kill this bitch right now. I'm really good. I'm waiting for <laughs> us to no longer be having combat music because I'm afraid they're gonna come back and bite our ass. I don't care. I want to kill fucking silly. I've been waiting to kill her for months. Let's question first. No, 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 no. No, dude, I I agree. I'm just gonna stab this bitch. I can't deal with anything else right now. I'm fucking pissed. I'm killing her and I'm using her. Alright. Yeah, okay, it's my fault, but I'm so I'm sorry, y'all. There was nothing I could do. No, there wasn't. You did the best option, honestly. We don't know how strong they are. We've only been told that they are peace, like they're killers. They're just gonna kill us. Shot Elena. That was one bullet. I realize it was probably for story purposes. Well, no, that that was that was all of them. They all they all attacked her at the same time. Okay. There was like continuous stabbing, like and then the then the gunshot. So. Did we get any spell slots from the short amount of time we slept? Um, also, oh my goodness, thank you everyone for all of the amazing subscriptions. Holy cow. Oh my goodness. Hold on, let uh, me... That was me. That was me. Scroll down. Did you gift subs? I gifted subs. Wow. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Rory. Thank you so much. Uh, and um, Dark Mad Hatter, thank you for the follow as well. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, go ahead and give yourself another damn inspiration. <laughs> I know it's not much, but wow. Thank you. So inspiration for gifting subs. I need to give subs more. Often. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, after that interaction, you find yourselves at a crossroads 
as you all kind of just are in shock of what just happened. What do you do? And Salida just goes dab Salida. Okay, make an attack roll. I, I want to do Hell that yeah. too. Get any spells, let's fuck. All right, so you have your, at least your Eldritch Blast and your Warlock spells. I know, but I want to find some. <sighs> Why am I like this? 16 to 16. Okay. Uh, yes, roll damage. Get an 8. Uh, 12. All right. As you just immediately and kind of slash across her chest, she's eight. she tries to dive out of the way. And I need anyone that wants to try and fight Selena to roll initiative because she's going to try and run the hell out of there. I'm a, I'm a yell for Allery. I'm a yell for Allery. Allery, you promised. And the Frost Giant as well, it. right? I always forget about the fucking initiative order. Fuck. And she immediately drops her form, and you can see her much more snake-like Yonti pureblood form as she hisses at God the party. damn it, I rolled the highest, too. Oh, I did, we'll just yeah, share I that. Yeah. I don't care. She can get fucked. I don't care. She's cold. I don't care. <laughs> Every, I, I, I love that the response for everything is just she's hot. God, they're hot. <laughs> no, they're hot. They're hot. <laughs> God, they're hot. Oh, no, they're hot. I rolled an eleven, but it's it's really your fault, Aaron. All of your NPCs are hot. Yeah. I know. You can't. I really can't blame them for one of these. Even even the best. <laughs> How do you roll a zero for initiative? Incredible. Negative. This big frost giant babe. Negative one. She's slow. A She's a slow frost giant. Okay, who else is rolling initiative? Ever, I I think everyone rolled initiative. Yeah. yeah. We okay. Yep. We about to. On this so <laughs> many, so many people. <laughs> Everybody about to die. I'm an I rolled eleven. I rolled a fucking six. I'm so pressed. <laughs> All right. See, I rolled an 11, but a foot selected Alright, so, wait, so you rolled an 11? Oh. Yeah. Oh, what are the repercussions oh, from Force Grey gonna be for killing her? I don't know. You have to wait and find out. <laughs> you have to wait and see. I'm kind of disappointed in the giantess, but she's doing her best. It's okay. She is. She is you doing her best. She came to our rescue. Yeah, exactly. For real. I love her. You know what? I made that good of an impression, okay? Mm -hmm. She went, I heard a disturbance, so I ran all the way over here. Like, yeah. hell yes, queen. She went, she went, I knew I should have protected those puny humans. Uh-huh. All right, so Reese is a six. Queen. Rory's 13. Yeah. Trey is 11. Mallory is, I see you, 15. And uh, June, are you getting in on this initiative? Yeah, I rolled a 22. I, I don't, I'm on a tablet. I can't click my token. No worries. I can add it for you. Don't you worry about it. I like how you rolled it. initiative three times and two of them were 22. <laughs> yeah. It was 22. All right. 11, well, June, you're technically up first, uh, though everyone's in the oh. tent cornering Salida and Trey has already taken a swing. Um, you're still getting used to the crocodile halberd, Reese, as you kind of just... It's a little heavy, a little top-heavy, and you just thrust wide as she's able to, as she turns back into her Yonti pureblood form. God, I'm so pressed. And just, again, hisses at all of you, like, <laughs> snack. Girl, <laughs> like, girl, you expected not to be found out? Come on. 
Somebody yeah, will just uh, block the entrance to the tent. Catch up yeah, on the chat here. Move, I think the 30 feet plus yeah, you have that like it's... weird free movement because you're tabaxi. Um, what what did what did we call it in our other campaign, Emma? The zoomy. The zoomies. The zoomies? <laughs> That's what we called the tabaxi's like movement that they can do. We called it the zoomies. Love it. Okay. What action are you holding? So an action. Um, so like that could be an attack. It could be a grapple. It could be grapple. If she tries to run, I want to grab her. Okay. All right. So she's gonna disengage. Go ahead and make it a, a athletics or acrobatics check. Whatever is higher. Actually, uh, we'll say athletics. Uh, sorry, athletics. Yeah, athletics. Sorry, athletics to start. And then she gets to choose, which it's going to be for her. We'll say. I hate that toy. I hate that toy so much. Acrobatics. Like, give everyone attack of opportunity because she's she not disengaged. Attacking. Yeah, she disengaged. Fuck. So unfortunately, she rolled a thirteen, and you rolled a ten. So she disengages and she just dives out of the tent. And doing as you try to grab her, just trying to throw your arms around her, she very. In a very slippery way, just slithers out of your grasp and begins heading for the jungle. Allery, your turn. Oh, I lost the camera again. I'm gonna fire that back up. Blast this bitch! How blasty blast? Does she look? Make a medicine check. Does this is this a free thing? Yes. I want to waste your turn on it. Like Free damage. medicine check. What? Uh, difficult to tell. She seems pretty intent on getting out of there. I mean, she does. She certainly doesn't want to die, so she's running very fast, as fast as she can. Oh, and I uh, didn't change the music just because it's, you know, just one NPC. So, I think we need combat music for trying to slaughter. <laughs> Trying to slaughter the, the Yanti spy among you. Alright. I guess Allery is going this to This is why we have trust issues. Shatter right on top of her. Okay. She has to make a DC 14, I think it said. Alright, as you square up and start tracing the silvery runes in the air. Save. All right. Um, that is a <laughs> oh, fail. No. So you take the runes with both hands and just push your hands through them and it starts to reverberate as the ground just shakes ever so slightly. This rumbling as this intense kind of sonic wave also in unison with the rumbling of the earth just you can see the vibrations in the air just heading towards her as she kind of stops uh, at the edge of 30 feet and just kind of holds onto her ears as they both start to bleed and lets out a scream she takes uh, 14 points of thunder damage a scream that kind of did turns into a hiss on... towards the end did Reese and I get a full long rest nope not yet uh, Allery's gonna step up to here and just kind of call out, like, 
I wouldn't try running. You might as well just come and take it. <laughs> uh, but I don't have a bonus action, so that's what I've done. Alright. I'm going to try one spell slots. Nim? I am coming up here and ride on up. her in a mm -hmm. way that it's not going to affect anyone else. Okay. I'm going to cast Leap. Alright. Yep. And, uh, I forget off the top of my head, is there a save with sleep, or is it just... No, it's just if she has less hit points than that, she That's drops. Right. Well, I have good news. <laughs> the leader is asleep. As Nim runs no, towards no. the center of the fray and begins casting this purple kind of smoke just comes out of their hands as she weaves them. Uh, they weave the magic together and it just surrounds Salida and Salida just slowly begins to stagger as they just continue to manipulate that purplish glowing magic almost with a grin of satisfaction um, as Salida... It's going to show I'm concentrating. Yeah, Salida eventually just... Collapses and falls onto the ground. How, how terrifying to be shattered, like attacked in your tent, waking up, have shatter and all this other shit happen, and then like you physically can't feel yourself move anymore. You just like stumble and you're like, I'm gonna fall asleep and die. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go and uh, Pretty terrifying. Uh, go and get my rope out and start tying her. Cause I don't know oh. if can run away whatsoever. Okay. She's asleep. Make a make a sleight of hand check for your knot. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're able to tie a pretty good knot. You don't you think she's not going anywhere? Where are you, where are you going to place her in the camp? I want to drag her right to the center. Onto the fire. No 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 no. We're gonna kill her in we're gonna kill her in glory. Okay. Drag her to the center of the camp. Right. And I'm gonna call everyone over and be like, on free. Everyone just kill the fuck out of her. The frost giant kind of eagerly makes her way over. Are we spilling blood today? A fine offering absolutely. for the old father. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. On free. Let everything fucking This loose. is my kind of a sacrifice. What the fuck is Hella doing? <laughs> she's asleep. <laughs> she just kind of like, she's in, she's like getting herself together and she's like in shock. Just slowly getting herself into the combat chair so she can kind of make her way out and she's just kind of like completely taken aback by the whole situation. Doesn't say anything, oh. just a look of shock and terror. Alright, it's my turn now, right? We are out of initiative, and she just says, okay. No. Leave it. I can handle a lot of things. I just... Need a moment? I am having quite a night. 
I'm going to try <laughs> to get Elena my, out of this tent. My iPad died. Oh, no. Right. Oh. Well, I'm killing this bitch. Who's Me joining? too. Alright. Well, again, the Frost Giant says, I'll find sacrifice for the old father. This is my kind of an evening. And <laughs> just takes the axe out and holds it to Salita's unconscious throat. And then I, we I... get advantage because <laughs> she's sleeping, right? You don't have to roll. Aww. You do not have to roll. Uh, can, 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 can Trey get the final hit since he's been wanting to fucking kill her yeah. for ages? Sure. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be. Sure. Head this bitch. And I want her head to purposely fall into the flame. And then as, like, after she's beheaded, just, like, kick her body onto the fire. Make a performance check. <laughs> Fuck. To be fair, she was the original, uh... Okay. Incredible. She was the original quest giver for this module, so... You get fucked. Oh, no, it won't turn. Okay. She's dying. <laughs> oh, I feel so happy. <laughs> Okay. Man, best sleep. Don't worry, I have I, I have I have plans for for two specific characters. And on, only one though. Well you'll see. You'll see. What? You'll see. Interesting. Allery is plans. going to uh while they are doing that, wrap Salita up in her bedroll. Uh, Selena or Elena? I'm sorry, Elena. Elena. Wrap her up in her bedroll. Same uh, story. Same take story. Her, her little warlock. She has like a medallion thing, doesn't she? Or like a thing? Yes. Yep. I'm going to take that. Uh, okay. And then <laughs> fucking. I guess start trying to drag her out. If Hella wants to help, Hella can help, but. Okay. Are you going to bury her? She no, have the, does she, hold on, hold on. Does she have the flame sword on her? Doesn't she have a flame sword? Yeah. Hey, let's get her. Can I, can I take? Not, the flame sword? I'm assuming she didn't go to sleep with her equipment on. I just wanted her body in the bag. I want the flame <laughs> You're sword. already looting her. Yes. I'm trying to burn her on the pyre. <laughs> I want. I want the flame sword. The flame sword is really fucking cool. She'll <laughs> turn into a walking corpse if we don't burn her body. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That that's also a very good point. But I would like All the right. flame sword. <laughs> Anyone that's proficient in perception, go ahead and roll uh, perception. Oh. Anyone uh, that is proficient. Nice. Thank you. Where was that? Where was that roll when I got fucking put okay. under a spell? Reese. As this is happening, you see, and okay, first things first, you all just take a second to just execute Salida. As you all just and Trey, you swing your axe and decapitate her and her head flies into the fire and ignites the fire. And you hear like a distant hiss as the flames. And... Thera Permafrost, your frost giant friend, says a good sacrifice and just kind of puts her hand on the wound and takes two fingers of blood and just makes a V on her chin. That's hot. I mean, that's hot. Oh, that is hot, though. <laughs> that is. 
It's hot. Reese, you look over at, at, the, at the tent as you see Allery wrapping up the body, and you see a raven land on the top of the tent and just stop at the apex and just Uh, what, <laughs> what does that have to do with? Her? Oh my god, she's a fallen Ostomir. Meaning? Oh no. Meaning? Meaning? That means she could be fallen from like, because the Ostomir are like angels, essentially. Yeah, would I know what's going on because I'm also a fallen Ostomir? Make a religion check. A religion check? Yeah. Seeing the raven. An advantage. Because Trey knows that she followed that she followed the Raven Queen, could I also 17. Yes, and also uh wait, sorry, Trey, what was your question? Oh, because Trey knows that she followed she followed the Raven Queen, could I also do a religion thing? See what's going on? Sure. Uh, No idea. Okay, so back to Reese. Reese, the raven is looking right at you. It just tilts its head, and you can see its eye, like, gazing directly into you, and it makes you slightly uncomfortable at first. And then you also look up at the sky, and these dark clouds... black clouds are slowly slowly but surely drifting over over the stars and the moon just um i'm gonna kind of nod my head at the raven like still kind of like keeping eye contact with it Okay. I'm not sure what to do. What's going on? <laughs> Alright. And you go the... sup to the raven? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's up? What's up? The... Well, no, I'm more like a respectful like, okay. The the frost giant just kind of slowly puts her weapon back and she looks and she kind of looks in over and sees a raven on the tent and you see her just kind of her face drop and she immediately drops to one knee and slams her weapon on the ground and bows her head low and she says oh father oh no god Odin. Ugh. but what? nothing else happens what do what do I know from that religion check? Do I just have this interaction? Like what? You had that interaction, and you feel like probably not the All Father. Similar. But it's the Raven Queen. It's the Raven Queen, right? More than like potentially. The Raven Queen is represented. Oh, by... thank you for the 500 bits. Uh, Trey's gonna kind of tap 
the giant has some like are you sure that's thanks exiled ranger and thank you cat for cheering as well thank you gabe for gifting another sub oh my god y'all are awesome what was the question oh, he's gonna like kind of tap the giantess and be like are you sure that's your old father that's not the old is anyone gonna say anything to allery or is allery just preparing this body in here as best he knows how for a funeral pyre i don't know what's going on i just know the raven queen is here or does a raven i'm really confused now i need everyone to make a perception check Fuck. Fuck you, roll 20. I'm using my actual dice. I am turning off my concentration because the bitch is dead. I don't need to hold concentration for sleep anymore. <laughs> At least you guys did it with sleep. Uh, I'm glad that sleep worked because the last one didn't really work well. Yeah. Didn't you try to put Trey to sleep at one point? Yeah, but it failed. Good. Trey would have hated you. It's okay, it, it failed. It's fine. Man, you see everything, don't you, Dune? Dune, you look up at Dune and Allery. Together, you look up at the night sky, and the moon has been eclipsed. Entirely. Eclipse? Yes. And there is okay. just darkness above you. And the fire slowly begins to flicker. And you see this kind of glowing outline on the eclipsed moon above you. The stars still shine behind it. But the moon begins to glow with this kind of pale gold, wispy outline that just swirls around it. And there's this outline that just begins to appear above you and you're just mesmerized by it. And Do it I just begins to... It just, it just, this is happening above you and you're just mesmerized. You have control of your faculties, but it's strange, but you notice that the moon has been eclipsed and there is this outline of a figure that is just kind of shimmering in the moon that appears to be descending towards the campsite. Oh. That was scary. Why I'm going to be like, oh, there? look at that. That's weird. <laughs> Um, That's suspicious. That's suspicious. That's weird. You look and the raven is gone. Oh. Is but, the figure still descending? Yes, and there is this, this figure descending from the, from the moon. That fucking damn it, can she hurry up? <laughs> what do y'all do? Uh, I guess watch watch the figure approach. Right? Like, Allery probably hasn't seen it. Allery is finishing preparing the What's body. the figure? Well, I mean, Dune pointed it out. Eventually, yeah. there is what appears to be just shadowy. To, uh, the frost giant here? 
<laughs> Shadowy ravens. The frost giant now is just completely prostrating herself. She refuses to believe that this is not a sign from the Allfather. As this figure begins to slowly start to swirl and this these dark shadows just <laughs> swirl and just shoot down towards you at rapid speed before they start to swirl around the camp. The fire goes out completely. <laughs> and these swirling shadows <laughs> are rapidly engulfing all of you and causing this wind in your hair all just begins to billow. And Allery, you do notice at this point as you emerge with the body and there are these swirling shadows and you hear the cawing of ravens kind of echoing through the evening as you emerge from the tent into almost pitch blackness, just these small wisps of gold just flashing in the light. Is this what happens when you kill your auntie? <laughs> and slowly the shadows begin to converge around the center point and form an angelic figure that levitates just a few feet from the ground. Oh, Dune's gonna drop to his knees. And this figure in shadows just <sighs> appears before you. And it's hard to really make out her visage, um, but her wings just begin to spread. <sighs> her blackened wings and her black armor. And she's just kind of glowing so slightly. And it's hard again to make out her visage. And she just kind of begins to levitate towards the center here. And again, your frost giant friend is just completely prostrating and stops in the center and turns back to Reese and puts a hand on your shoulder. Is anyone doing anything as this is happening? I'm shaking on the ground. Allery, <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic war criminal who was trying to just perform some funeral rites, is gonna like scooch around her, like, excuse like, me. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Please go, I go just, help with the body. I'm just like fucking staring this deity in the eyes right now. I'm like, what is going on? You're, like, okay, so you're you're locking eyes with her. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and as you lock eyes with this entity, the shadowy entity of ravens, you just feel a warmth and a familiarity just echo and ripple through you. And you feel sadness and peace and love, joy, vengeance at the same time. And without moving her lips, she communicates with you and you alone. She says, my child, I have had enough from these mortals. They upset the balance. And her voice kind of echoes, so it's kind of like, she act, uh, these forces of upset, of balance, kind of like that, that echo to her voice. Yeah. And it just kind of, and you just kind of look and you're mesmerized completely and Reese is just completely almost 
gone, not limp, but is just completely mesmerized. I will not. Reese is probably crying without even like you realizing. You are, yeah, it. like a tear just drops from her down her cheek. This one group of mortals. I refuse to acknowledge their sacrilege. You must not believe their forked tongues. They are more snakes than the snake you slaughtered. My child, child. Those who desecrated and defiled you as as a child are here in the jungles. I'll find your vengeance and you will find divinity in flight once more. You have my blessing, child of the night. She just extends a hand as the shadowy energy just extends towards Elena. <laughs> These shadowy tendrils, almost taking the shape of thousands of ravens cawing as this deafening chorus of raven caws just echoes through the campsite and start to surround Elena. And as they do, she kind of speaks for all of you and says, These humans, these snakes, you must kill them all. I grant you this blessing um, the Queen of Ravens. And at that, you hear Elena just. <gasps> and she says. Sword. And the shadows still surround Elena, and, she, and her hand is still out, and her eyes are just black. Um, this, this raven deity's eyes are just black, and these ravens are still swirling around the campsite. <laughs> Pawing, and he just drop her on the ground and stole with a thud. And she says, I scope his limit. She has a task to complete. When it is done, I will come to claim her. I, my champion, Vanya awaits us, awaits you all, allies and friends, of, of the Raven Queen, in the great, great beyond. In, in the meantime, this one will serve as my champion. By oh, her no. side, side, she turns back to Reese. You, you, my child, have have your whole life, life, life to live. But do so with my blessing. 
when you have earned your rest, Rastra, we will meet again. Do not trust, trust the snakes. These six mortals would. Will be the ruin of everything. And the ravens just coalesce and just hear, oh, 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 this cacophony of ravens as they all just, the shadows coalesce into one single spot and just up back into the sky. Reese, after she leaves, probably just drops to her knees and is like sobbing a little bit. <laughs> and all of you. Watch Reese sobbing as a single black feather just falls from the sky, slowly drifting. And it lands on her left shoulder. Oh my god. You're weeping! You're so- you're weeping! You got Emily! <laughs> <laughs> Almost got me. Oh my god. I'd have me if my internet hadn't crashed. Oh no. Um, Trace is gonna kind of have gallery now. I was like, I thought Vecna was dramatic. Oh, and they wanted to complain about us going into the spooky book plants. And you can see that on the ground as Elena just slowly gets back up onto one knee and kind of drops and buckles under the recent trauma. Her wounds slowly beginning to heal, these horrific scars on her face kind of closing and on her throat as well, just slowly. This black shadow permeates from them. You can see almost these claw-like shapes on her hands and she kind of looks up at all of you with black eyes, horrified as if reliving that moment of terror. And as she does, these black wings just unfurl from behind her. And all of you can still see that this, as as the feather from Reese's shoulder just kind of lingers on her shoulder. The texture matches that of Elena's feathers. Are you alive? She just... I don't know. I'm not supposed to be here. Do you still possess all the knowledge, or are you... What's happening here? Do you understand what you are? Uh, uh, Elena. was my name? Oh... Did you change name? In the five minutes you were out or something? I think she's not really herself anymore. Can I use the divine sense? Can I use the divine sense to see if she's undead? Yeah. If she would like sure. to she's undead? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that. She does not count as undead. And she says five minutes. Yeah, give or take, and he's gonna approach I... the panel. Have, does she? I've that been, does that. 
That does give him the ability to know that she's celestial, though. Yes. Yeah, she does what she is. You are able to determine that she is an Asimar. Obviously. Um, if, but you're able to confirm that. Asimar is still what's ringing within you. And as she says, I've been dead for eons. Yeah, you were alive just a few seconds ago. Come on. You look dead. From the ground, Reese says the raven. Reese says in first in celestial. Um, the raven queen saw fit that Elena still had a job to do and will come for her soul once the job is done. And then realizes that she said it in celestial and not in common and then repeats herself. And then Elena looks Elena looks back up and says, Yes, I remember now. I was killed by Force Grey. We were on a quest for the Soulmonger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ring. Mm-hmm. Just oh, gonna slumps back down and her eyes return to normal. As her wings it's slowly the pull back. The giant can hear. That's, yeah, that's okay. The giant, I mean, the giant thinks you're all also on a quest to find the ring, and she just expects you to give it to her. Although now we don't have to worry about betraying the giant. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of slumps back against the side of the tent and puts her hand, puts, and says, I have a splitting headache. You should definitely speak. Yeah. Also, Allery's gonna look to Hella and say, uh, does the jungle usually do this? Nope, and I've had just about enough of the jungle for uh, an entire lifetime, so uh, I'm just going to chug back a couple of pints of whiskey and uh, pretend like none of this happened, and uh, we'll see you in the morning. I'm just right gonna hop back into my bedroll here and uh, just kind of... Yeah, <laughs> I'm not having any of this shite, so I'll just uh, I'll see you in the morning. You know well, what? Good night. I I feel like that's it for my watch. Yep. Oh, and before so... everyone kind of goes, it's like, Ravania, is there? Can we? Can we? Can... Is no one gonna talk about the name that the other one mentioned, Ravania? Anyone know what the hell that means? Elena says nods, just from the tent, kind of still kind of rubbing her temples. She's a member of the Black Sun. A warlock. Practitioner and champion of the Raven Queen. I'm a follower, but in my own way as a paladin. She was... Are you sure? Yes. She's a member, of, again, of the Black Sun, as am I. What about her? He's gonna look at Elena, look at Reese, and be like, I think the lady broke her. She broke. Who broke? Broke. Elena. Which one broke? They both broke. 
Elena broke. <laughs> they both broke. Well, Reese is still Reese. Elena is just fucked up. I'll tell you what, you do. We're gonna not deal with this tonight. I'm yeah. exhausted. Reese probably needs a nap. Um, cuddle, which I assume Nim can give pretty well. Nim's gonna ask the Frost Giant if she can like take the last watch and watch over us. I would be happy to protect. I would be happy to protect the camp in the name of this blessing of the old father. Trace the Raven Queen, but okay, no. Anybody who tries to say anything else, Nim's just gonna be like. <laughs> that has the same energy of like, oh yeah, I can't wait for summer. I'm gonna tell him, don't you dare. Uh, Trey's gonna approach Reese and, and give her like an Allosaurus jerky. I was like, food helps, I think. I don't know. Nim's also gonna give some Tej inside the tent. Allory is going to kind of squat in front of Reese and say, uh, if you need talk. I am available. You're gonna be okay. Yeah, Valerie and I made it out alive. The Raven Queen is just child's play. The Raven Queen is just another cosmic war death. And then, We're all and gonna then, make it out okay. And then I'm, I'm just like, like... I'm just... I'm like... A cosmic war? You know what? There's some I can't deal with that right now. Cuddles in this tent for you, if you want them both. <laughs> uh, Reese is like a cosmic war. No, you know I can't come deal with, with that right just now. Come with me. Just, 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 we'll, we'll just come you. with me. We'll and just in, in the morning, maybe. fully, fully walks away. <laughs> Troy just but she walk. does. She mm -hmm. does take the Allosaurus jerky. Uh, okay. Um, she also is being very careful. Um, she grabs the the feather from her shoulder. All right. Kind of cradling it very carefully. All right. Trey just kind of chuckles and just walks towards Allery and is like, Well, uh, champions just keep popping up, huh? <laughs> oh, this is... Well, to be fair, of all of the, like, cosmic entities, I think that one's the most neutral. That's just death. If... Yours is, like, death to the evil... And mine is like nightmares to the evil, right? That one's just death. Fair. I could. I feel like. Not believe. I just got championed right now. <laughs> Join the club. Welcome to God. the club. Yeah, my my D and D campaigns are like I want people to feel epic. I want the uh, you know what I mean. Maybe not like right at the at the beginning. I you know obviously you have to. It gets stronger because Forest Gray could have technically TPK'd everyone. Yeah, I'm um, terrified. Yes. As soon as Eren was like, oh, yeah, usually it's Centaurum. He's like, oh, but because you're Centaurum, it's not going to be your line to you. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, um, heard. Uh, so, what I will say is, as just to, just to wrap up for the evening, as, <laughs> as sleep eventually comes to you all, you all have. Long rest? Yes, long rest. Oh, thank Eventually, you sleep. You sleep in a little bit later than usual, but I think Dune wanted to stay up and do third watch with uh, our frost giant friend for okay. a quick moment. All right, all right. Um, what do you want to do? Dune, are you staying up with the frost giant? Um, 
yeah, Duna's never seen anything as uh, far as like a god or a deity or. Like, uh, <laughs> Nim is watching this you. Is, this is me yeah, looking at you. Lord, but that's like they don't really do anything with the cat lord, and so he's pretty he's pretty shaken and emotional and and shakily drinking Tedge by the fire. All right. Well, like ev that. eventually you all have the same dream, and we can. Uh, um, I know. I know. Um, we have a we have an iPad battery running low, so. What I will say is eventually you all do have the same dream. As sleep finds you, you see yourself in an open field of bodies. A war-torn field. There is silver and gold armor strewn about the field, mixed in with black and gold leather armor and brown and red and silver armor. Different that you recognize as the Zentilar. And one figure from the Zentilar remains standing in the center of the battlefield, larger than the rest. And a figure beside, uh, a female figure beside him with the black leathers and furs, he recognizes a Zentarum agent. And the other gold and silver armor, you don't necessarily recognize yet, but it is a massive battlefield. There are ravens and crows circling overhead, perched on trees, old dead trees in this fog and overcast, as this thick fog permeates through this battlefield. And on the very top of a hill, you see the image of a figure that is hooded, carrying a staff, and atop the staff, see a raven. The raven caws. <gasps> and behind the raven, just for a second, you see a quick flash of the form of the raven queen. Just <sighs> representing the raven. Perched atop this staff. And as this figure turns to gaze at all of you, we're standing in this battlefield. It points at all of you, and you hear this guttural chant, this rhythmic chant in drums. And this language that you, none of you... Do any of you speak giant? No. Okay. No. A foreign language begin to chant in your ears. And... All the ravens on the trees begin to caw, and you hear a howl in the background. A bestial howl that just echoes through your dream and through the night as the figure just continues to point at all of you. And as you inch closer to the figure on the hill, You hear a singular voice and an echo through all of your minds. Your father is watching. Queen is watching. Ragnarok is coming. 
<laughs> and that's oh where God, we're does gonna... this mean you guys started fucking Ragnarok? I cannot believe. <laughs> and Cosmoport criminals did nothing. And oh. you hear a voice above you in the thunder. <sighs> and you hear the power to stop it lies before you. And a single crack of thunder followed by a bolt of lightning emerges down into the battlefield with a massive explosion as <clears throat> you all just wake at, at this lightning causes this massive explosion in your dreams and this shockwave that knocks you all back and at that moment you're kind of knocked back into your bedrolls like a falling dream and you all wake up and come to consciousness in the middle of the night after having this dream simultaneously and a clear sky above you and a full moon beams down upon the camp that's where we're going to end the session for tonight. Wow, fucker. Oh, damn. I'm so glad I didn't have a tentacle dream. Bro. <laughs> I can fully imagine at this point nothing okay. would ever uh, try Trey because of Allery's deity. <laughs> like, Trey went through hell for like split seconds and that was enough. <laughs> well then... Everybody have a good night. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little shaken. What the fuck? I'm out. All right. Good Bye. night. Good night. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, um, I'm going to decompress uh, with the group. So I want to thank everyone. This has been, this is the best stream night that we've had in a long time. Um, I'm assuming because if people were engaging and people were chatting and not just dipping out that the sound issues, I think, appear to be fixed. So I will take that as a sign that we are good to go. And I will, uh, if everything works out with the sound, which I think it does, we will take this video and pop it on YouTube. And this will be episode one, uh, the episode one redux of the Crystal Coven Chimera's Dungeons and Dragons Tomb of Annihilation X homebrew podcast, which I'm very excited about. Oh, that's very fucking exciting. exciting. Yes. So, uh, dude. Yeah. All right. So I'm excited. So, uh, okay, great. Uh, Qu uh, Queen Kaya, thank you. All right. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kaya, thank you for, for, again, for finding the note because we've been having really uh, intense sound issues <laughs> over the past several sessions. Um, and considering that we'll get a couple of people to pop in and then they'll leave, a couple of pop in and leave. And just really the other players in our D&D groups are listening. It was making me think, like, what's going on? It was my fault. My sound was all messed up. So uh, thank you for confirming. Uh, yes. <laughs> the, that emoji. Um, I'm happy that we finally got that fixed. So thank you, everyone. As everyone is thoroughly shook, uh, I'm going to go, like I said, decompress with the squad for a bit. And uh, I thank all of you for uh, joining us and hanging out with us tonight. This has been the most successful stream we've ever had. So um, kudos to all of you. Uh, it wouldn't be possible without the Crystal Coven Chimeras. You're all amazing. Um, and uh, thanks for everyone that got to tune in for episode one of The Gasps. <laughs> the episode one redux with all of this big epic 
shenanigans all these big epic shenanigans so um, champions. yes we will uh well uh, uh exiled ranger in the chat said group patrons so uh who knows <laughs> yay group patrons y'all <laughs> that's a thing it's a thing and uh tasha's called to know everything so um yeah so uh look out for the next episode which will be the episode two of the redux uh, and also for the video on YouTube, and I'll put all of your art channels in the description as well, crediting all the music for tonight's uh, session as well. Uh, and also our next episode of the podcast proper uh, on Candlekeep Mystery should be released on YouTube uh, this weekend. We already filmed it and recorded it, uh, so I just got to edit it and uh, slap it on the YouTubes and look out for our Candlekeep Mysteries review as well, because that is also coming. So. Thank you, everyone, again for hanging out with us, and uh, we will see you in two Saturdays again after the long rest to deal with the ramifications of <clears throat> group patrons <laughs> and the things of that nature moving forward. And yeah, that's it. Have a wonderful night, everyone. Uh, stay awesome, and we'll see you in two weeks. Mwah. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Respectfully, I am in tears. <laughs> going for gasps i hope they are good tears as so all right so the cameras are gone so we're gonna peace out and um we love you all we'll see you in two weeks bye everybody well no that's well no that's, <laughs> well, no, that's... <laughs>